2: That is funny. <laughs> I
0: can take you through it Step by step Explain what your story stinks But I won't insult your intelligence There ain't no goddamn take ain't no goddamn motion picture Why are you still in character?
2: I am a star I'm a star, I'm a star, I'm a star You ever watch the movie Nightcrawler? Yeah, I have What's that guy's problem?
0: That's, I mean, that's kind of what the movie's about, Matthew.
2: Yeah, but like, what's it? I couldn't get through it. I've tried to watch it like three times and I keep turning it off because I'm like, yeah, this guy sucks. He's such a shithead. Like, I wish I was kidding. I wish this was a bit. This isn't a bit. I legitimately can't watch it because I'm just like, ah, this guy. Like, that's the reaction. And I know that that has to be probably profoundly stupid, <laughs> I can't, like, have, like, a suspension of disbelief and just let a movie be a movie. And I'm just like, ugh, I can't stay. I have the
0: movie because you're too busy trying to fight the
2: protagonist.
0: Like,
2: <laughs> yeah, like a bird in
0: a mirror. Much. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I'm like, this guy's so annoying. <laughs> i just... I'm just, like, good. I'm glad you didn't get that scrap metal job, you piece of shit. I, like, mm. deeply dislike Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal also has just one of the strict... Remember when people were like, he's hot? I mean, I think he's...
0: It's, it's, it's hard to argue he's not an attractive man. That's not him looking... No,
2: at- no, I could argue. I could argue that. I could argue that. I could argue that all day. Go ahead. He's weird-looking. <laughs> he's, he's a weird-looking guy. He has a weird face. He has like a Joker face. You know
0: what I mean? He should be the damn Joker. I mean, in that movie, kind of, he's, in, he's very intentionally styled that way, but, you know, he's...
2: he's a... Oh, wait, he's styled that way in that movie?
0: Yeah, that's him, that's him looking fucked up. He's playing a fucked up guy.
2: He kind of always looks like that, though. He does. not always look like. Nick. He does not always have like, flop sweat
0: and three bulging veins. He's actually generally a pretty sensitive looking dude.
2: Yeah, but spiritually he does. I think. I think I'm right about this. Also, his sister. His sister was everyone was like, "Oh, she's so hot." Honestly, kind of mid. You go on hinge. You see a million, Kathy Gillen halls, Maggie. <laughs> Maggie. Yeah. Listen, that's a great name and women named that are usually great, but she, listen, I'm not even saying she's a bust. It's just nothing special. Nothing to write home about. This okay, we're moving on. I hate this. <laughs>
0: <Matt>. <laughs> my least my least favorite thing is Matt being like famously attractive women like ah, eh, you know, not for me. I'm a little better than that. Not to my taste. And- who is your Who is your first celebrity crush? Uh, um, the uh, Lady Fox and the Disney Robin Hood.
2: <laughs> Incredible answer! Incredible answer! Incredible answer! Not yeah. investigating yeah.
0: that one any further. <laughs> Even that one in the past.
2: <laughs> i remember being like damn that's pretty cool that they're both foxes what are the chances
0: <laughs>
2: matt just wait
0: are they pro- truly not understanding that the things in the box are not real <laughs> like this this is, this is a man who would flee from an oncoming train uh
2: in a movie theater (laughs) yes i told you i i don't understand why people make fun of those people (laughs) there was a train coming yeah no mine was jennifer lopez which i feel like says a lot about me
0: i mean that's a pretty for a man our age like that's feels like a pretty standard one i mostly well, I guess you didn't say, like, movie crush. You said celebrity crush. So I was going to ask, what, well, like, what Jennifer Lopez movies were you watching as a child? But, like, that's, that's not what you said. So this is an irrelevant thing.
2: I literally don't even know how I knew who she was. I just literally saw her, and then I saw her butt, and then I spent fucking hours on my dad's computer being like, Jennifer Lopez bikini, <laughs> Jennifer Lopez nude, <laughs> Jennifer Lopez butt jennifer lopez sex and then and then my dad got a five face, okay. and then i had to go like i don't know what happened but it really set me up for a lot because you know what if a woman has a nice enough ass i'll let a lot of stuff go
0: all right so i'm gonna go ahead and introduce the podcast i feel like we've gotten enough discourse on that subject at this point um, <laughs> so if- <laughs> Hello and welcome to You're Going to Hate It. <laughs> uh, my name is Rob. Uh, his name is Matt, but he's going to be quiet for a little bit. Um, <laughs> as I is a, a film podcast. Um, was, <laughs> oh yeah, this the, is a film podcast. The idea... Is that uh, you know we're two men with very different tastes in movies and each uh, week, or not each week anymore. Now it's like a monthly thing, but we assign yeah, the other yeah. that we think they are going to meet. Except like only kind of sometimes. Like I don't think we really mm-hmm. did that this time. Like these these are definitely two very different movies, but like I don't think either of us was really trying to get the other one. No, uh, maybe check back yeah. next month because you know we'll see.
1: But, yeah, yeah, we'll,
0: we'll talk. Um. But so we begin as usual with my selection, um, which is Carol Reed's The Third Man from 1949. Roll the trailer.
3: Is Mr. Martins engaged on a new book? Yes. It's a murder story. It's based on fact. It's called The Third Man. Heard of Harry Lyme? Best friend I ever had. So you're going to find me the real criminal. Sounds like one of your stories.
1: Thank you.
0: back from the trailer which uh i'm gonna imagine was just like a minute and a half of like zither music with like some announcer being
2: like it's terrific because that's all yeah
0: exactly trailers were in the 40s yeah
2: Yeah. Uh, it's gonna be like danger stakes mystery yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah. um what what about crazy that they let a woman direct this
0: Nope, eh, he's an English person. They use Carol as a man's name over
2: there too. Uh, and, uh, I, I figured. I just wanted to say that. I just wanted to get that out of the way before I forgot it. Yep. Uh, yeah. Go also,
0: ahead. women are <laughs> women. Direct movies. That's a thing. Like, Not back then. Yeah, I mean it wasn't common, but it happened. There were women directors going one. back to the beginning. Name one. Dorothy Arzner. Just watched a pretty good one from her the other day.
2: Making up names. Making up Arzner. Making up names.
0: Um, oh.
2: <laughs> why do you suffer me <laughs> I don't know.
0: You? i'm just i'm just glad you didn't like automatically call her mid or something but um
2: <laughs> but uh let me look her up real quick no so, okay go no, ahead
0: we're not this we're not doing hot or not for like <laughs> what if that became the podcast
1: what if that became the podcast
0: if no, it won't because I would not participate in that, and you don't know how to release it on your own.
2: <laughs> when you explained to me how you release a podcast, I was so like mystified. I like legitimately thought about it for a week. I was like, "He's putting in that much effort." For
0: it's really not that much. It's like
2: it, it just seems it's like what what I would a lot. Do. To
0: it. Yes, that's why it seems like a lot. It is more than you would do. You know
2: okay. exactly yeah so you're talking about dorothy Zither or something
0: dorothy arzner but we're not here to talk about her she she's a good director but not not what we're here for we were talking about carol reed oh
2: yeah that check yeah go ahead
0: the director of this film um i guess i guess we can start with him like he's not he's um you know he's a he's not exactly a household name but it's like a a solid director very good um like when he directed this he was coming off this like really solid run of directing these like really great english noirs um like the fallen idol and uh, odd man out which odd man out i you know i i like i think this was the third man was the only carol reed film i had seen prior to this um Except for strangely, Oliver. He directed Oliver towards the end of his career, the like Oliver mm. Twist musical, which won Best Picture, um, mm-hmm. but um, which I'm pretty sure I'd seen as a kid, but have very little memory of it other than like, you know, please, sir, can I have some more, you know, which I think mean, is just one of those things that like yeah. is in the collective unconscious at this point. Um,
1: mm-hmm. but, like, mm-hmm. mostly
0: was making like this, like, you know, these kind of like, knowing cynical like very but like very artfully done like english noirs um which are the ones i've seen all fucking rock like this is this is the best of them like this is you know really well and we'll get deeper into this obviously but like really just one of the best movies ever made like when i gave this like i had not watched this movie in a long time and like you know remembered it as being a great movie but like um it wasn't like really one that i thought of as like you know one of my personal favorites even it was you know like honestly like when i gave this to you my initial thought was like i don't know if that's the noir i should have given him like i, I usually like like my favorites that i usually think of are like the billy wilder noirs like sunset boulevard and uh double indemnity like those are the ones i really love but, like re-watching this I was like holy shit like people talk about this as a classic but it's like even better than people say it is like this is really mm-hmm. like, just a fantastic fucking movie um but like just to you know really briefly finish up what I was saying, like the movies he made before this, like immediate, immediately prior to this, like the noirs he was making are also really good. And you can definitely see him like leveling up a little bit with each one, like Odd Man Out, which is a really, a really cool fucking movie where like James Mason plays uh, an IRA boss in Belfast. And it's like a like a heist gone wrong movie where he gets like shot like 15 minutes into the picture and like the rest of the movie is just w- him like wandering around belfast like gut shot like trying to like find some sort of sanctuary um it's it's a cool little movie um oh, but, like, cool. you can see like a lot of the stylistic things that like he really brought into like full effect in this movie like you can see him like playing with those ideas for the first time like a lot of what makes this movie so cool is just you know the way that like he shoots vienna um like there's so many cool shots of people like just running down like dark streets um or like narrow like muddy corridors with these like deep shadows cut by like really stark lighting um like he really does a fantastic job shooting vienna which you know they're filming in the late 40s like it's in a lot of places still kind of bombed to shit um yeah and he, he does like a really good job of like you know making you feel the the destruction you know that this is like which is so essential to like what the movie is doing like this is a really great post what's like cynical post-war movie where like you know there's not enough of anything like everything is for sale like people are necessarily like cynical and bitter and like just trying to get by we're like you know mm-hmm. every everything is for sale up to and including people's morality um mm-hmm. and i just i dig that vibe i like yeah i like that kind of bitter bombed out but like also kind of knowing funny like this is like an enjoyable movie it's not a slog. yeah um like the the script yeah. is written by graham green the like sort of famous novelist too. i wrote a lot of spy novels and i can't he might be one of those dudes like john Carre, who like was briefly a spy um because there's like a whole, like, like Correa, there's like kind of this whole mini tradition of England of, like, these urbane, like, Oxbridge dudes who, like, you know, work work in the intelligence service for a few years and then go write, like, cynical novels about it. Um, mm-hmm. can't remember if Green is actually one of those guys or if he just kind of seems like one of those guys, but he, he wrote a lot of, like, sort of, you know, post-war spy novels that were all, like, you know, but, like, very literary, cynical stuff. That's all really good. Um, and like he, the script that he wrote, like is like, um, you know, it's it's fun. Like this is a like it's it's a dark movie, but it's also a playful one. Um, like this is in no way like it's it's not vegetables. You know, this is a yeah, a movie. Um, but just to, to run briefly through the plot setup, just so we can have like a more free flowing conversation once we've sort of established the basis of it. Um, so the movie's about Joseph Cotton, uh, who plays a man named Holly Martins. Like there, there's a lot of like, you know, much like Carol, you know, just some weird fucking girl name being thrown yep. out. Just don't worry yep. about that. Yep. Yeah, that's, yep. I don't know, I guess yep. what they did in the forties. Um, yep. But yep. he's a, uh, sort of a, a, a low rent pulp Western writer um who has Mm -hmm. come to vienna to try and because he's you know he's just kind of down on his luck um like just you know not a whole lot going for him and but he's got this this friend from school harry lime who's out in vienna and you know seemingly kind of living it up there who invites him to come out and you know just you know hang out you don't have anything else going on come to vienna and he he gets there and finds that um his friend harry um who eventually we learn is played by Orson Welles and we'll talk about that. Um, yeah, But, um, but uh, he, he finds that Lyme has, has, is dead, that he's been killed in a hit and run automobile accident, um, which um, Martin's quickly, Joseph Cotton's character quickly like comes to suspect might've actually been a murder. And most of the movies about him sort of unraveling that and gradually realizing that Lime was in fact at the center of this, you know, racketeering operation, running, you know, black market goods, particularly in sort of what the, the movie centers around is watered down penicillin. Um, yeah. That, uh, you know, causes like horrible defects in the people who use it. Um, Especially babies. Yes, including children. And, you know, sort of apparently when, you um, he was attempting to write the, initially, I guess, Grimm had conceived this as a novella and then eventually transitioned it into a script. But like went out to Vienna to like, you know, just sort of do a research trip, which like apparently was like almost entirely fruitless. Like he left, he was about to leave feeling like he'd completely wasted his time. And then it was just like sitting in a cafe or something and someone told him a story about black market watered down penicillin. He's like, you know, that's actually pretty good. I could write something about that. the day before he left and the whole story kind of sprung from that um but it is it's basically you know it's a it's a conspiracy story about you know martin's unraveling this um conspiracy and finding out that you know lime actually faked his own death um and is still alive um and you know having to decide basically whether or not to turn him into the the authorities um Mm. and you know having also you know another key key part of the story is that he's sort of involved not romantically although he certainly seems to want to be but with lime's girlfriend um, Anna uh, yep Who Involve is involved in there in a weird way kind of the moral center of the movie but also like you know the yeah. the, the, the movie has a very gray and ambiguous sense of morality um
2: like it's, yeah it's
0: a yeah. down in the mark. like it's concerned with morality you know, it's not it's not something that like doesn't believe in right and wrong, but like Green is one of those I believe was I believe Green is was Catholic and has that very like there's oh. that like there's a strain of like Catholic literary writers who are you know very concerned with morality but also like have that real weight of like Catholic guilt and how to how to like how to be moral in like a fallen world and is that even possible? Um yeah. And like that that like sense of like you know morality being very important but also like almost impossible to truly achieve is really like an animating force of the movie um but anyway, yeah now that we've established some of the basics um <laughs> let's just talk baby let's cook because i love this let's movie. do it like where, where do you oh it's to- a great movie yeah what, what are your thoughts I, about the third man matthew
2: i i i i think what Kind of immediately struck me about it was because, you know, I mean, we've talked previously in podcasts about like how, like, I'm just like, 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 like one of my major failings as a cinephile is that uh, I, I'm one of the, is, is that I have a hard time with black and white, you know what I mean? Which makes being a cinephile tough. Uh, um, I'm going to keep telling myself, a like,
0: the first half of film history there automatically.
2: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And some of the greatest films ever. Uh, but, 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 you know, but like, but, but like, in watching, and I think, like, part of the reason why, and I was thinking about this, I think part of the reason why I have sometimes trouble with black and white is because this is an era where they're making so many fucking movies. You know what I mean? Is that, so there are so many dog shit black and white movies, right? Just like there are a lot of dog shit color movies, but uh, sure. listen, listen, we're are, not here oh to God. talk about movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But listen, we're not here to talk about black and white. Um, uh, my thoughts were, was that, I mean, like, I mean, first off, just just to echo what you said, I fucking loved this movie you know what i mean i'm a big neo-noir guy i love a neo-noir right but i i have a blind spot for the for the just noirs you know what i mean um and this really was like i mean i mean i mean from start to finish just a great movie i love the twists and turns it took i love the i I and and, and i really love that playing with morality right because there isn't really because because kind of like because like, it, it it seems very hard to have a strict moral code if you're uh, Holly, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, right, right, right. Like, like, um, you know, um, the, you know, if you're the authorities, it's very easy, right? You know what I mean? Lime's the bad guy, we're the good guys. But
0: kind of, but like the way that they portray the, uh, the authorities, and they're mostly dealing with specifically the British authorities because Vienna is you know is, it's a divided city. Like there are different sections right. for each of the Allied powers. Um yeah. they're mostly dealing yeah. with the British authorities. And they, they all also seem like very cynical. Like they're kind of yeah. like, you know they're there's this this joke at one point where um Anna is having her papers confiscated because you know they've been forged by lime because she's actually it turns out like a Czech citizen and if that was discovered she'd have to be like forced to be repatriated to the soviet union and she doesn't want that and so when one of the like british mps is um confiscating the papers he just says like oh it's it, i'm sorry ma'am it's just protocol and she says what's protocol and he says i don't know
2: yeah exactly yeah also also just a side note Where do the french get part of the city
0: i mean they uh, i mean they kind of like I don't know they 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 have you know they kind of just got to walk in at the end and be like yeah, yeah. we kind of sat this one out a little bit but like you know yeah. we're here now so yeah.
2: yeah 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 we got injured in the first quarter but we still get a ring yeah yeah
0: yeah
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. no 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 i really just thought it was very funny that would like that, that like yeah like when they would like divide towns like this that they always give the friendship quarter it was kind of like hmm. I, hmm oh okay okay yeah. okay. okay that's Okay, sure. You know what I mean? Because you got to feel like the French Quarter, like if you're like, you know, because if you're a German, how are you going to respect the French? All I'm saying. But listen, I'm glad they get... Also, also, the fact that they seem to send out teams of four from one of the, each of the powers, that yeah. has to be difficult. You know what I mean? Because first off, that Russian guy does not speak English. I'm just saying that right now. There's a 0% chance. And that's what two of the other people on his thing... They none of them... Like maybe the French guy speaks English, and at least the American and the British guy can talk. But what are they doing with that Russian guy? You know what I mean? Yeah. Very silly. But also, but also, yeah, and also, I thought it was funny that yeah, like um, how the Russians are already kind of played for bad guys, but also at the same time, yeah, they would repatriate people. But no, but 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 no, 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 no. But I thought it 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 it. I don't know. I don't know. This is maybe more meta and less to do with the specific movie. Right. And I don't know if we want to go down this road yet, but kind of what I was, what I was struck by was like, I was like, this is so fucking cool. Why don't they make like, they don't really make like, like anything like, like they barely even make neo-noirs anymore. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like, like what was the last neo-noir? Like maybe Blade Runner? I think uh 2049 is considered a neo-noir. Right.
4: Sure.
0: I mean, you, but like, I mean, I don't totally want to go down the like, why don't they make yeah. movies anymore, Rabbit Hole? Just one. I know. It's a little, we'll, as we've demonstrated, we can go down that one for a while and we still got more to talk about here. But also yeah. we, we plumbed those depths pretty thoroughly. But I mean, we have, we can get to yelling at clouds in a minute. Um, of course. of I, course. I do I do think it's worth talking about noir generally a little bit. Um, yeah. Just because like, like original recipe noir um is so of this moment like this is the this is from the height of noir as like one of the major genres and yes i think what this what this movie makes explicit that i think is implicit in all noirs is that that sense of cynicism is i think so directly tied to world war ii Um, Yes. And that most most movies don't address it as directly as this one. But I think that sense of world weariness and a sense that, you know, they're, you know, it's almost impossible to be good and that the world is a place full of corruption is, you know, sort of a sublimated response to the horror of World War II, And also and also just a way of dealing with you know, the fact that, like, as this movie shows, like, as this movie is so clearly about, like, the good guys might have won, but, like, the problems didn't go anywhere. You know? Yeah. Um, and yeah. that... And you know, in really, some
1: ways, are worse.
0: Right. I mean, you know...
2: Great that there are no Nazis, yes.
1: Yes. But, like, all, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. But also, like, yeah, but, like, yeah, like, I mean... Shit is but it's not like you know, right, right? Because you play like a, you know, you play like a game like Call of Duty. You know what I mean? You storm the Reichstag, and then it's like, we won, great, right? But you know what I mean? right? But you don't see that like, like, because like, that's the thing I was thinking about is that like, I don't, you know, like, like, like you, because think how many fucking World War Two movies there have been, and think how many movies there have been that are about the aftermath, right? That are about like. About like the, like like, 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 I mean, you see in this movie, you see, you see men still shifting through rubble, you know what I mean, yeah. right? Like parts of the city are still destroyed from the war years later, you know what I mean? Like, 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 like this is, and and, and I think you're right, you know what I mean? Because you also see this in the aftermath of, you know, I mean, not. I don't know how much in film you would know more than me, but I know definitely in literature, you get a lot of this post-World War One with, what do they call them? Are they the lost generation? Yeah. Is that, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, right, right. but you read like a guy like fucking, uh, like, like Hemingway or Fitzgerald or anything like that, right? And there is this kind of like, what's the fucking point? You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: and I think that the difference is yeah. with World War One, like that was so broadly acknowledged to have been a follow. That like there was, yeah. you know, as much as like, at least, you know, in america particularly probably to a degree in the other countries like there was this attempt to make it like about the defense of democracy but like there was a pretty open acknowledgement along among a lot of people that like you know we were just sending people to slaughter for very little yeah. than, like the national interest whatever that means you know yeah whereas yeah. in world war one or world war two rather it was you know it was framed in again, again justly in a lot of ways as something much more of like a you know, a, a true heroic struggle that we were facing down true evil, like as, as much as it has ever existed in the world, you know. Yeah. That that makes it a little harder to deal with, you know, the ways that we, as a society we were corrupted by that experience. And it's it's hard not yeah. to go out into the world and do violence for whatever <laughs> cause and not come away a little broken, you know?
2: Yeah. The post nut gets- clarity. <laughs> sure
0: yeah absolutely yeah yeah, that was uh Pynchon who said that right um actually you know to be to be fair that actually does sound like a Pynchon line he would write that um but I mean Gravity's Rainbow one of my favorite novels is also a great like post-war novel that's specifically about like the end of World War II and how you know as as much as it was a victory like you also see you know It birthed its demons. um, Yeah. And I think there is a way to read this film as um, Martins and Lime being sort of two different visions of the way that America did and would for the, you know, essentially for the rest of history as it exists so far, would approach the rest of the world, you know, yeah in Martin's, Joseph Cotton's character, you get this, like, total naif. Um, You know, he literally writes, like, pulp westerns. Like, the most basic, good black hat, white hat, like, basic good and evil morality. Um, Mm -hmm. And that he is, like, totally unprepared for this world. Like, I think one of the things that's great about Martin's as a a protagonist is just how useless he is. Like, he's got almost nothing going for him. Like, he's got like most, like it's not uncommon to, in in wars in particular to have a, a hero who's like on the outs of society. Like they're usually not cops; they're private eyes. But they're usually at least, yeah, you know, they're they're down and dirty. They're not particularly respectable people, but usually they're at least kind of skilled. You know, they're plugged into the underworld in some way. Yeah, Martin says yeah. none of that. Like he doesn't. He yeah, doesn't, the language. He doesn't have any money. <laughs> no skills. I think he's, this is a movie about him blundering his way through conspiracy, you know, with no yeah. real, like, um, capacity to untangle it himself. Like, he, he largely looks out, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um,
2: it, it, it really, it really, I, 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 I was struck by that because, because, yeah, because like like you said, right, because you think of, like, another noir, like, like, you know, you think of something like Chinatown or something like that, right, where, like, yeah, 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 like, with these guys, like, and also, I guess anyone could just be a private detective. There's just a thing you could just do. You didn't yeah. have to have been a cop at one point. You just you just needed a hat. I guess I don't know. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but no. But these are yeah, yeah. yeah you know. But they're usually you know they're like men. You know, right? Like you know they can take a punch, right? You know what I mean, yeah. right? And, or they kind of they have some street smarts, right? And and what I was, I mean and that's the thing, right? Right? And 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 I don't want it to come off as if I'm saying like you know as if um um fucking um, uh, Cotton did like a poor job of acting or anything like that but like I was like I was like this is literally like if I discovered a conspiracy right. like if I discovered like, like me personally like Max like if I happened to I'd be like hmm like, like, like I was like I'd probably ask about those questions and they kind of be like hmm well I don't know what to do with this you know what I mean right yeah. I mean, like, I, think,
0: I think that's a testament to Cotton as an actor
2: yeah that like absolutely you know, he
0: is so useless in a lot of ways but like is still like you still want to follow him along like there is something about yeah. it like cotton i think really is um you know probably a little underrated as an actor just because i mean so many of his most famous roles like he was playing second field with orson Welles. um yeah i think one of the i mean one of the cool things about this this movie and we'll get it we'll get into it i think probably later in in a second but like just that it is like uh an unintentional reunion of the two stars of citizen kane um yeah um and like that wasn't the plan like none of the stars of this movie were who they wanted to cast um like wells role was initially going to be played by carrie grant um Mm. (laughs) Yeah, I, I love Grant obviously, but like it feels like he would want you to like him a little too much. Um, like I can see what yeah. they're pulling for, but I think Wells is the better choice. Like honestly, I think this is probably Wells' best role, and we can we can talk more about him in a second. Um, but uh, Cotton, who again wasn't their first choice, I don't remember who they did want for this role, but like he does like part of what is so simultaneously I think why he's not as remembered as he is but also what makes him such a great actor is that he is a little bit of a blank slate um like he can he can play a number of different things like he obviously has a little bit of a persona like he does has have, have that kind of like overgrown lanky like blue blood thing to him but like yeah he can get he can deploy that in a lot of different ways like he's you know he can be like he's kind of the moral center in a lot of ways of citizen kane but he's also like kind of the comic relief at the same time um yeah and then in like shadow of a doubt this like great early hitchcock movie he's in he's like pure villain like he is you know he's he's still playing with that like kind of blue blood thing that he has but like emptied of any sense of morality like he's a pure like opportunist con man with like no sense of morality whatsoever yeah like here he's you know he's someone who like clearly wants to be a good person um and yeah. it is compelling but like is also compelling in the way where like it totally makes sense that like he has been uh the runner up to Lime for the entirety of their relationship yeah you know um and like I love that. Like, I, I love. A yeah, movie about, yeah. I love a movie about a dude who finishes second place his whole life. You know. Um, yeah. I think that, that is in a lot of ways more compelling than
2: the dude. Yeah. You if you just you have... have. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then if you just have like a hyper competent, which is so funny because I mean, I mean, I mean, because if you think about like the other movie we're going to talk about, right, where like yeah. the protagonist is like is like just yeah no yeah super good at everything even though he's an idiot you know what i mean right and and it's not that it's not that um cotton's character because cotton's character isn't an idiot you know what i mean he's just like he's like a normal man you know what i mean i think
0: his defining characteristic is his naivete um yes you know that's that's kind of what i was talking about in terms of You know, a vision of American foreign policy is just that. You know, he's he's the the version of America that loves to bumble into a environment it does not understand, being like, I can fix this, you know, with no understanding of what is going on. You know, just a pure assumption that like our you know cowboy morality will, you know, allow us to sort out good from bad. You know, inevitably finding that. things are a little more complicated than we assumed when we walked in the door um
2: yeah 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 I, I think it was so funny when 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 the um when the british propaganda guy um is like oh like you're a writer great yeah we're gonna have this like whole like symposium or this lecture that you're gonna give on like you know write on like all these themes of writing he's like i don't know what any of that don't <laughs> know what any of that is he's like what well, you Right, right 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 he's like well i figured you would you've written several books right and he's like uh yeah but you know you're just kind of yeah and like and like this like clearly literary crowd just slowly abandons him over the course of the lecture that was so i was dying laughing
0: yeah
2: and i mean of, like, yeah I, I think
0: that 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 scene um points to i mean one of the one of the many, many things that this movie does well is it's just so immaculately structured. Um, uh-huh. In that, like you have this this setup scene, um, like within like the first fifteen minutes of the movie, where you know Cotton or Cotton is first arriving at his hotel, but it's not really his hotel yet because he doesn't have any money, and he meets this you know the British propaganda guy, who um, you know tells him, hey, you know we'd love to you know you're a writer, we'd love to have you do some sort of lecture on you know um you know the american literary scene or whatever um you know something that like yeah. is clearly not qualified to talk about but but it's no. like, but like offers to put him up in this hotel you know with the understanding that you know at some point you'll be expected to give a lecture and it like it's an early scene and like right after that the conspiracy really kicks off so kind of like you kind of forget about it and it because it also just seems like the scene is just kind of shoe leather about like
2: how, yeah how martin how stays. he stays
0: Yeah, because he doesn't have any money. And it's like, you know, like 45 minutes or an hour later, you know, once he's like deep in the conspiracy and is sure like he's about to be killed, like he goes back to the hotel and there's this big, tough fucking man waiting for him who's like, you know, why don't you let me give you a ride somewhere? And at this point, you've totally forgotten about the idea of the lecture. It's just, oh, fuck, there's a big scary strong dude who's trying to get martins in his car and once he does he starts driving off somewhere without like letting martins tell him where to go like you're like this is like he's about to like you know get got yeah and then like they pull up to this place he shoves him out and then like it's the lecture, like you've totally forgotten about the lecture, it's this this great reversal where they they let this thing hang just long enough that you've forgotten about it and like, which builds to this like perfect joke of like, you know, him, like you said, in this symposium with people asking about like James Joyce and stream of consciousness and he's like, I don't know, man, I like Zane Grey. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's joking. He's like, what? No, No, But then but then, but then when the Romanian guy comes, right, and you have the black hat, right? Yeah. Right. To like vaguely threaten him, then all of a sudden he's like, oh, okay. Let me pull up my pants right now. Okay. Yeah. What if, huh? Right. You know, right. Then it's tough talk. And then he just runs. And then he just yeah. runs from these two guys and then gets bit by a parrot. <laughs> it's, 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 it's Cause like legitimately, because I remember like watching this and I'm thinking uh, I just had this moment where I was just like, Man, you're a writer. What are you doing? Yeah. 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 You, but but I think, you know, but just um but I was thinking about like the morality aspect. And I was thinking about like like, like, like I think because like basically like the 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 struggle of this movie, right, is this man, right? trying to yeah who's played second fiddle to his friend like his whole life right but like cares about this man and he is his friend and he's like no that's not the Harry lime i know he's my friend i'm going to exonerate him and slowly finding out right and then eventually just fully finding out oh no my friend was into some bad shit right and then and the struggle my friend was evil my friend was literally evil right And, and 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 that and that struggle to like, you know, be the white hat, right? And and you know, right, and you know, and basically be a fucking like Javert, right? Or right, you know, it's like, no, like this is, this is what is there's what's right and what's wrong. And he did something wrong. And so he must pay. And then also be like, but he's like my best friend. Yeah. You know what I mean? He is my best friend and he would go to jail for a they might hang him. I don't know. I yeah. Shoot him. Yeah. 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 This is Europe. Yeah. They don't hang people in Europe. Right. I don't know. I mean,
0: again, we're talking about martial law here. Like,
2: you know,
0: yeah, I don't know exactly what the justice system looks like. They're under occupation.
2: Yeah. 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 It's probably not lenient. Yeah. 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 But well, um, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead.
0: But I, uh, I mean, to, to build off that, idea a little bit because i mean this movie is in a lot of ways the story of you know martin's like enlightenment to the way the world actually is you know his his dark enlightenment, yeah. so to speak um, yeah. <laughs> you know, um but uh part what of this is martin's
2: movie, getting red pill.
0: exactly yeah but but specifically what i want to talk about is how that's expressed visually um because i mean one of the one of the many things this movie is is famous for is it's like prodigious use of dutch angles or canted angles where the the camera is at like uh it's tilted it's not perfectly horizontal you know it's at an angle um you do
2: gotta tell me rob
0: yeah absolutely um what what and like i'd always you know i'd always just thought of that as like a, a cool stylistic flourish. um yeah. What struck me watching it this time was how purposefully and they the angles seem to be used like there's a real design to it you know that mm. the uh, the first time the canted angle is deployed it's when he when Martin's first gets to Lyme's apartment and finds that he's not home and this uh, neighbor um, German neighbor or Austrian neighbor um,
2: uh, the porter.
0: The porter exactly um, uh, tells him, you know, comes comes along and tells him, "Hey, uh, sorry to let you know, but Lyme is actually dead." Um, and what's interesting is the the porter shots, you know, the shots that the porter is framed in, and then there are a couple shots from the porter porter's point of view as well, are all framed askew with a canted angle, and Martin's are not, and you know, it seems like the 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 sense I got from that is that, you know, the, the askew angles kind of, you know, represent this other reality that, um, or other perspective that Martin's has been blind to, that like, um, you know, the world is a little more corrupt, a little more fallen, a little more complicated than he thought. And like, you know, it's introduced with the Porter, like it's, 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 this European guy's thing at first, you know, when he's delivering bad news about death, um, you know, that it's it's associated with something horrific um, and corrupt. Um, but Martin's doesn't have it yet, you know, and, but slowly over the course of the film, like sort of corresponding to the, the depths that he plums, you know, the deeper you get into it, the more the angles invade the film you know, sort of corresponding to, again, his, like, enlightenment to fuck, man, shit is way more complicated than I thought. You know, that there is this entirely different way of looking at the world, that if I'm going to survive, you know, I have to confront. You know, that I can't just, things aren't on the level, and I can't pretend they are. You know, so it, like, it's simultaneously something that's just fucking cool and gives the movie like this, um, you know what? What was you know really a unique look, but like also is more than just a flourish. Like there's meaning and purpose. Yeah, right? yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. And 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 I agree. And, and that's the thing. Like, 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 like he becomes. And, and and look, I'm gonna be honest with you. I didn't notice the angles, but <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't know, I didn't notice. When, when you were saying all that, I was like damn i'm gonna pay more attention when i watch these movies i gotta like i gotta sit there with that pen and paper and be like all right that looks beautiful i noticed none of this but i believe you and that makes sense from what i saw plot wise because it is like literally like watching this man become disenchanted yeah. you know what i mean and kind of learn like yeah, literally, like, I came here a few days ago thinking I'm going to reunite and have some, you know, right? you know, right? And, like, maybe, like, you know, my buddy, like, has a job for me, right? And, and and instead, it's like, yeah, he's learning that his best friend is evil. You know what I mean? And, like, what that does to his world. And he's learning a little bit about how, like, yeah, he doesn't know shit, you know? Um, yeah, no, no. I mean, there is, you know... And that's the thing—is that like, you know, this movie's kind of dark. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it's 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 not like. It's not like a sad movie, but it's definitely not a happy movie. No. You know what I mean? Um, and I,
0: I will say just to circle back for a second, like I don't think you need to, um. Consciously notice the angles. Like I enjoyed shit. Like I, I didn't. I enjoy picking apart form, but like I don't think it exists. I don't think its primary primary pleasure is even in like being able being able to like pick it apart intellectually. I think, but I think those kinds of choices register subconsciously. Um, Yes,
2: yes, that I would agree with. Yes, yes.
0: and that you know a lot of any work of art's cumulative effect you know, is ultimately about, like, how these little choices that you don't even necessarily recognize, like, build up into something that hits you in ways you don't necessarily expect. And so yeah. I think that, like, I enjoy picking apart form just because, you know, you know, some people like disassembling a radio to see how a radio works. Mm-hmm. But even if you don't know how the radio works, the music is still fun, you know? Yeah. And I think, I think yeah. it's a similar type of thing. Like, you don't need to disassemble the radio to appreciate it. But at the same time, like, if you are someone who is into that kind of shit, it can give you an added appreciation.
2: Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. I like, too, when I look at paintings... I like to get real close to the motherfucker, as close as they'll let me. Because the, they will yell at you at a certain point, but you can get pretty close if they're not watching and 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 looking. And and I enjoy looking at the brushstrokes, strokes yeah. because because it connects me to that artist, if if only for a second, because I can see where he or she or they. Uh, oh, I know, dude, dude, I am. I'm a 21st century man, is what I'm saying. Yeah. But listen, but yeah, actually, there there, there must be JAM artists. I don't know any of them though. Anyway, not my point. The point is, is that yes, I see what you're saying, and it definitely did have the thing, right? And like, as someone who like yeah doesn't know that shit, it had the same effect. You know what I mean? And it is very cool just to see, like, you know, like, you know, it, like, 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 because I think. I don't know, I don't know, like, like, that intentionality, you know, and that storytelling through this media, you know what I mean, that it is more than just like, yeah, recording some people doing some shit that it's like, no, 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 we're gonna, this is going to be shot in this intentional way to produce this effect in the, in, 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 you know, to make you feel something, right? You know what I mean? Like, 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 like a a movie score, you know what I mean, right? Like, like, for instance, right? In the movie Joker, right? When okay. he comes down, and he comes down the steps, right? And every trailer has made you think it's gonna be this grand swelling orchestral something or other. And instead it's 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 rock and roll part two. Incredible. Incredible. One of the greatest, one of the greatest, like one of the one of my favorite things in all cinema that they just went, that they just went this movie that already had everyone mad before it came out, they went with a song that would make so many people mad, right? But then, you have to admit, kind of slaps. And it's great, and it's... it's I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about Joker. I just really <laughs> like that scene. It's so fucking funny that they picked the pedophile song. But either way, what's it called? Um, no, no, no. and and And, you know, I mean, like, I was thinking about if we're talking about like camera work, like I was thinking about like that scene when uh, Lime and Martins are in the um, the um, the Ferris wheel. The Ferris wheel, yeah,
0: yeah. Look, I, and they're
2: I, shooting. Right- I want
0: to I, go ahead. Okay, I, I do want to make. I want to. want to get a little deeper into some stuff that precedes that, but go ahead with the camera.
2: Oh, no, 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 no. I would just say, no, no, I just no, 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 no. no Because we can talk about, no, 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 You do your thing, and then we can talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, that is a very...
0: The Ferris wheel scene is one of the most, like... I mean, among, obviously not... This is, within the, like, people like me who give a shit about old movies community, it's, like, one of the most famous scenes in, like, all of film. um But... To to get there, like, we got to talk about, about Wells a little bit, um,
2: generally. Oh, my God.
0: Um, but before we even do that, I want to circle back to what you were saying about it being like, not a sad movie, but not a happy movie either. Like, it yeah. is, you know, again, it's, it's a very morally fraught movie that's dealing with some heavy shit, but it is also so playful at the same time. Yes. I think a lot of that rests on wells who really does in a lot of ways kind of set the temperature of the movie even though he's like he's kind of barely in it um yeah he's he's like two scenes basically and like i think like eight minutes of screen time total um but like what what in eight minutes um yes yes one of one of you know, I think one of the things that's so impressive about this movie is just its utter patience and confidence in how it deploys him. Like, he doesn't show up until an hour in. Like, you don't even get a photograph of him Yeah. until he finally shows up after an hour. Um, and, like, I mean, I don't know how much of uh, a box office draw, Wells would have been in 49, because like this was kind of he's a dude who like he, he was, I mean, he did great work throughout his career, like into the the 70s, as both a director and a little less so going on, but like certainly as an actor as well. But like, you know, he's a dude who also at the same time, at, at least in terms of like success by the the metrics of like, you know, just Box office success and like even just ability to get movies made. He's a dude who peaked early, you know. Yeah, he made Citizen Kane at like 26, and then basically spent the Jeez. rest of the, spent the rest of his career fighting to get anything else made. Um, yeah, and like was why? Um, I mean, he was difficult to work with, um, at least especially. I mean, from a lot of perspectives, but especially from a studio perspective. Like, you know, in a you gotta. This was during the height of the studio era when like you know, producers had a lot of control, you know, way more than directors a lot of the time. Um, and like this this movie, the Third Man was like to go off on a tangent for a second, like a difficult production because of, you know fights between directors and producers. like this was a, British American co-production. Um so, which I mean, anytime you've got like multiple cooks in the kitchen, that's like going to get tough. But also, like there were just there are very different notions of what a producer's role is at that time in those two countries. Like, and the the two men who produced it were both like sort of the biggest producers in their country at that time. Um, on the British end, Alexander Corda um who was more of the perspective of sort of how we think of producers now in that you know he thought of himself as a a facilitator you know he was there to like get everything in place so a director could do his job um whereas the American producer David O. Selznick who was sort of one of the titans of MGM like produced Gone with the Wind um which you know was the most successful movie of all time um
2: Yeah, Mm -hmm. I think even currently, if you adjust for inflation, did we figure that out?
0: Yes, it's by like a significant amount. It is still the most. Yeah,
2: by like an insane amount.
0: Yeah, Avengers has nothing on it. You know, it's it's like such a
2: boring movie too. I've never seen that. Not
0: not the point, but you know, and he really and like was someone who was powerful enough that at at, you know at, at sort of the height of his career, he tried to like. Start his own studio after like telling MGM to fuck off, which didn't really work. But you know, MGM was in a lot of ways kind of, you know, the defining like studio era, like glitz and glamour Hollywood studio, and he was mm-hmm. the titan of MGM. You know, um, and you know really, um, in you know embodied the American notion that the producer was the driving creative force behind it. you know they were the ones who put everything together they had the vision the director was there to execute the pro- the producer's vision um you know that that attitude was kind of dominant for a long time that's one of the reasons that like a french coming up with auteur theory and ascribing it to directors was kind of groundbreaking but well, that's a whole other mm-hmm. thing. but you know he uh and he was also, I mean, he was also just an intense dude, as you would expect. Like he was at the at the time he made this movie was like at the heights of like a, a pretty substantial like Benzedrine habit where he would stay up for like hundreds <laughs> or sometimes even weeks at a time just working nonstop. Um, and like, you know, brought some like fucking weird Hollywood ideas to the movie. Like he, he really pushed for um, the idea that Anna, you know, the czech refugee living you know in essentially squalor he really thought she should be glamorous you know barbara Stanwyck should play her and she should have like hollywood glamour and carol Reed had to be like she doesn't have any money she is a
2: refugee <laughs> you know not 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 the thing can't 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 happen you know doesn't make any sense yeah um but who does play anna she's so fire
0: uh, fuck um she was credited as a mononym in this what's what's her name again um Alita Valley was just credited as Valley um who was in a lot of like you know Italian she was under contract and MGM um at the time but was also she was a major Italian actress who apparently um at one point Benito Mussolini called the most beautiful woman in the world so she's got that going for her um, the man,
2: listen, listen. Much maligned, but he had some good points.
0: <laughs> Although two, uh, and like Selznick also like really didn't like that the film portrayed all like it's only two Americans as either evil or dipshits, um,
2: <laughs> and um, we really don't know ourselves.
0: Yeah, and like I mean, there was like the the English and American releases of the movies had like slightly different cuts, um, and the the U.S. Really? Yeah, like they were all they were all pretty minor, um, but all of the the changes that Selznick made for the American version were um, made to see Martin seem like less of a a drunken fool. Um,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, uh, including like they. Uh, they redubbed the narration at the beginning so that it was cotton delivering it whereas in the english cut um it's actually it's carol reed delivering the narration which is this really cool like very kind of conversational um kind of tossed off narration where he's just he's kind of talking about you know um he's not he's not even portraying a particular character like he's just you know talking about you know back in the day everything was all fucked up and you know people you know there was a the black market was going on and like you know you could make a lot of money doing that but like sometimes amateurs would get involved and you know things didn't end well for them and then it like cuts to a shot of a body being fished out
2: of a river and it's like it's so like, cool yeah so cool so yeah. cool i watch that and i'm like i immediately i'm like i'm in i'm in i'm yeah. fucking in it's
0: such a great tone setting um yeah but anyway where was i going before talking oh what wells being <sighs> So, um, you know, Wells did not fit in well in the studio system, and, you know, like, famously his, the second movie he made, his follow-up to Citizen Kane, The Magnificent Ambersons, is one that, like, he fought so much with the studio that they eventually just took the the movie away from him and completely recut it, and, like, the original version just doesn't exist anymore. Like, it's one of those, like, great lost artifacts of film. Like, people have been trying to find, like, the director's cut of The Magnificent Ambersons for you know, since the 40s. Um, and, like, the, the movie as it exists is, like, still great, but, like, you can tell it's been fucked with. Like, there are just missing pieces. Um,
2: yeah. Um, like Suicide like, Squad.
0: <laughs> it was kind of the Suicide Squad of its day, yes.
2: Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sad.
0: And, like, you know, he spent the rest of his career just fighting to get money made, or movies made, and, like, every movie he made after that was, like, progressively cheaper and cheaper and cheaper, and, like, um the third man was like I think right at the moment where he was about to just be like fuck it I I'm, I'm going to Europe and see if I can make movies there. Um and and like he was also I mean he was difficult in this movie too. Um <laughs> apparently he just didn't show up to set at first. Um like he just you know was like took a plane to Europe and then just kind of fucked around in Europe for a while and they just kind of had to Wait for him, and he would like you know, check into hotels and then like build a production for his hotel bill. Um, which is kind what of what a think
2: <laughs> yeah. He's so cool, and so yeah. like, but I just want to say, if anyone again, if anyone is listening to this, and 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 I just wanted to mention it real quick so we can get it out of the way. But I listening to this, just a little fun fact about our friend Rob here, he looks so fucking much like orson wells it's like like m- this has been brought up in group chats with our friends multiple times and every time we're just like this is so fucked like you know what i mean like it's insane how much you look like the man I but wish, anyway i wish
0: i had the voice too like my voice is fine don't get me wrong i don't hate my oh voice. yeah he's, he's got such a voice you know i mean <laughs> there's there's a reason he started in radio like um yeah Like one a cool little tidbit is this movie was so popular that like they convinced Wells to um, eventually do like a radio series where he just played Harry Lime and it was kind of like the continuing adventures of Harry Lime just globe trotting and like scamming people. Um,
2: It's pretty cool. So cool. Yeah, I I I legitimately might look that up and listen to it. That's so cool.
0: I listened to a couple episodes. They're fun. You know, they're like you know half hour long of you know him just kind of being catty and evil. You know, it's fun um it's fun to be evil right and that's that's what i was going to with wells like he in terms of him setting the temperature like he is so completely immoral but like from the second he steps on screen you're like i understand why martin's has spent an hour chasing this guy and risking death to do so you know yeah i get everyone's obsession with harry lime um and his introduction is one of my you know, just favorite moments in any movie you know where you've got uh, martin's stumbling drunk out of anna's apartment after striking out with her you know he doesn't really he doesn't make a full pass at her but it's like it's 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 clear like he wants it and just knows that it isn't even on the table like you yep. know what he says to her is something like you know we never even had a chance did we you know just he's he's so used to, again, just finishing second after Lime. Yeah. Um, that he's like, he's, you know, just accepted that as his lot in life at this point. Yeah.
2: He's not even like bitter about it. He's not even like, like, like he's not mad at her. He's not mad at Lime. He's just kind of like, yeah, no chance. Eh, you know, I get it. Yeah. I get it. I get yeah. it.
0: So he, he stumbles out of the apartment and, you know, he sees you know, as he's walking through this, this square in Vienna. Um, he sees uh, a figure shadowed in a doorway. Um, and we've earlier seen Anna's cat run up to the feet of this figure. And she's she said that the only other person that the cat liked was Harry. Um, and, you know, Martin sees this person in the doorway. You know, can't see anything but his feet, really. But sees this person and assume it's just you know one of the other folks who's been following around and you starts shouting at him like you know take your shot if you want to take your shot or whatever and then you know as he's yelling like he's starting to wake up the neighbors and one of the neighbors turns their light on and just a beam of light cuts across and suddenly like Harry Lime is revealed and you you see Orson Welles. Um, And he just gives this little smile. Like he's so happy to have been caught. Like he couldn't have imagined anything. He's, you know, he's ah, yes, old friend, you've got me. You know, and just in that instant, you're like, yep, I get it. I would also struggle (laughs) struggle to turn this man in for basically murdering children. You know?
2: Yes, exactly. Yes, yes. For murdering and maiming children. It's just like, God, but he's so... Like, cause that's the thing, cause I was like, I was like, I was like, there's nothing, there is no because like you learn about him lately, lately, like, 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 not to get too into it, right? Because I'm sure we're going to talk about it a little more, but like the Ferris wheel scene literally is just, Harry Lime just being like, yeah, oh, I'm totally evil. I'm a thousand percent, I'm so
0: evil. We should dive into that. Like they, they agree to meet up at this, this this Ferris wheel, you know, it's, it's, it's public, you know, so probably he won't kill martins um and they just they take a ride on this ferris wheel and lime lays out his life philosophy basically um which is you know and the sort of the the whole scene is just fucking magic um but like the sort of most famous um lines that Lyme gives are you know when they're when they're up at the height of the the wheel you know he opens up the door and looks out over the the people below and says you know if if I told you that for twenty thousand dollars one of those little dots down there would just stop moving would you really turn it down how many how many dots would you accept you know would you there's got to be a number right yeah and you know it's just it's such a perfect distillation of like just just amorality like he's he's just he's got no code other than you know just here's what i want you know i'll take it yeah i'm being offered money it's not my business you know um yeah
2: yeah and when they're talking about the dots that was the scene i wanted to talk about the the camera work there because 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 that that is overlaid with a aerial shot of like a bunch of, of like people like walking around, right? But they are just like little dots. And it kind of, I don't know if it did this to you, but it kind of does make you think like, I mean, like I know they're people, but like they don't really look like Pete, you know, and they look like dots, you know what I mean? Right. And like, you know, like, yeah, I'd be like, oh, hmm. you know, right. Like if you saw one of those dots stop, like drop and stop moving, you'd be like, oh shit, right? But that would, but you know, very different than seeing it up close. You know what I mean? Right. And it kind of makes you like, 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 like without endorsing that immorality, like, like you kind of like, like that shot, that specific shot to me in, in, in watching that it summed up. And I understood how one could have that morality. Like, yeah. I'm just being like, yeah, like we're talking 20,000 pounds. Like, in 1949, like that's like I don't know how much that's probably like a hundred thousand dollars, right? A hundred a pop. I mean, it the, the thing is,
0: like, he kind of has a point. Like, I mean, yeah, people, people in Yemen are dying so that I can fill up my gas tank, and yeah, I'm not really doing anything about it, you know. I'd prefer that they didn't, but you know, I gotta get to work um yeah and you know if they yeah. if they're not asking me about it you know i gotta get to work and yeah. The, yeah. i mean the thing is even in the movie it works like the next scene is martin's going to the british and being like i can't turn him in you know that's that's yeah. his initial reaction i can't do it you know um lime convinces <clears throat> him like not that he's right but just you know he can't turn in his friend and you get why. Um, Yeah. And Wells is so charismatic, you know? Um, I really think this is his best work. And I mean, obviously he's a, he's a terrific actor, you know, Um, he's one of the greats, but he's also, you know, and I love him for this, but he's kind of an incorrigible ham at the same time. Yeah. That's, that's part of why I love him. You know, he's, he sells the fucking ham. Um, Oh, yeah. This is, like, he's not really here. Like, he's he's not giving a small performance, but, like, he's very subtle. And, like, I think what's what's really great about it is even when he's he's laying out his life philosophy to Cotton, it never really seems like he's trying to convince him. You know, he's just saying, yeah, this is what I think. You know, do that what you want. Yeah. I am yeah. convinced. I am enjoying this. And if you can't, that's your problem.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But also, but also, but also, hey, you're my friend and you could join me. Right. Like, 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 like but not in like a convincing way. And like, we could be buddies again. Like we could, it could be like old times, like lately. Like, like, and that's the thing. He's basically laying out to him, right. Hey, you know, yeah. I don't really care if people die because I don't fucking know them. And also, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that girl that's like madly in love with me, yeah, I don't really care about her either you know what I mean right
0: it's 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 complicated it's like you know he seems to genuinely like her but he's not going to yes he's not going to risk anything for her you yes know? if she's going to get repatriated that's her problem sorry you know and there's that, yeah. that little throwaway moment towards the end of the scene where he the window is a little fogged up and he draws Anna's name in a heart in the fog which seems like just such a perfect distillation of the amount of affection he has for her. Like, you know, he likes her, but that, that fog is going to go away. You know, his, yeah. his, his affection is going to fade. He'll move on. You know, he doesn't really
1: yeah.
0: care enough to, to care, to risk anything. Um,
1: yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. And, 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 and also that scene where, like, he, like, where he's basically just like, you know, I have a gun. You know, I've told you everything. You know where I am. You know, I'm alive, you know, right. That's... You've literally already. Mm. Yeah. Oh, no, oh, no. I mean, I mean, I mean, he, he, he Holly tells him. He's like, yeah, no, I I have told the authorities you're alive. And he's like, you shouldn't have done that. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And and basically, right, then he goes like, you know, I can never kill you. I would never. You know what I mean?
0: But you do wonder there for a second, like as, as fucking charming as he yes. is, he's also scary. You know? Yes. Like I think yes. One, of, one of the great little details in that scene is when he opens up the the door of the Ferris wheel to look out over all the little dots that he doesn't care about, Cotton like grabs the door handle. You know, Not he doesn't overplay it. They don't like really emphasize it, but like there's just this little gesture where Cotton's like, he might try and throw me out this window. I'm not. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna grab hold of something just to be safe.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And 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 it's clear. And it's clear. It it's 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 not clear that, that 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 Wells brought him up there to do that. Right. But you can tell that he definitely like he was like I could, I could just kill him. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. That it definitely like crossed his mind. And had to be something that he had to actually weigh whether or not he was willing to kill his like oldest friend, yeah. you know what I mean? To continue to right? how much does how amoral am I actually, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right, um, you know, right, right, and and but that's the other thing about Wells's character, though, right? Is that for as amoral as he is, he is still willing to risk a little bit. Not for not for Anna, right? And maybe not in perpetuity, but at least in this moment, he's willing to risk his, his, his freedom and everything a little for Martins. You know what I mean? He's willing to, okay, you could totally set me up. You tell me where you want me to be and I will meet you there, right? Knowing full well that this man has already gone to the authorities, right? And told them, right? But he's willing to, he's like, I'll trust you, right? I'm going to give this a chance. You are my oldest, dearest friend. I'll, I'll, I'll risk a little bit for you. You know what I mean? And that makes like, and, and I think that that's part of what tortures, you know, a guy that's, you know, used to like, you know, white hat, black hat um, uh, morality like Martin's, right? Is, is that it's like, but he's like trusting me. You know what I mean?
0: is it is it trusting him or is it just arrogance like i said yeah lime i think really might just believe he is invulnerable
1: yes. yes yes
0: so much smarter so much cannier than everyone else you know he's gotten away with everything you know he's he's literally you know he's a dead man you know he's a dead man walking you know he's someone has been buried in his place you know who's gonna stop him holly martin's is holly martin's gonna stop me no no, no, no. I'll go, I'll go chat with my old chap just because, you know, it'll be a mark.
2: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just, I, I'm not going to say what I was going to say because it was too mean. And I was thinking about one of our actual friends. Okay. And I was like, yeah, they wouldn't stop me. But okay, yes.
0: To, to build on my uh, earlier point where, you know, Holly Martins is one sort of vision of American foreign policy. Like, Lyme is kind of the other hand of just you know pure mercenary amorality of you know um we're just going to show up in a place and take whatever we want and we're not going to worry about the consequences you know yep and like yep. I think you can't understand american foreign policy without understanding both of those impulses you know they have mm-hmm. both motivated almost everything that we have done since world war 2 um, yeah
2: yeah 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 like 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 yeah like to pretend that there isn't like that that like yeah you know our mission statement of Spreading democracy, like you know, is both a smokescreen, but also, like at a certain level, like a genuine thing that we thought we could do. You know what I mean? There are yeah, people who yeah, Kool Aid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. There are people that are true believers in our ability to do that, and in the goodness of American intervention, and especially like you know, post World War II. Right, really, American intervention did some good things, and then also, you know, nuked the Japanese. You know, sure, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, and did Project Paperclip and um, bombing of Dresden justified? But you know, uh... okay, <laughs> just
0: gonna. So we'll we'll move on from there. We should. <laughs> <laughs> So from I mean from there basically the the dilemma of the remainder of the movie is whether or not to turn Lime in. Yeah. And I mean again Martin's is initially resistant um and how many times
2: does he flip-flop on that? Is it two or three? Um so
0: he so he initially says no and then he realizes which I think is a sign of his like growing inoculation into this like more complicated morality is that he realizes he can make a deal, you know. He can sell this, you know, which is yeah. I don't think he would have thought initially. Like he realizes he can trade um, lime for Anna. That if yeah. he, like he'll make a deal, if I give you lime, Anna gets sent. She doesn't get repatriated, you know. Yeah. Uh, which is like him starting to realize if everything is for sale, I can I can sell something. You know, I can sell lime. Yeah. And the problem that he runs into there is Anna doesn't want that. You know, she she basically yeah. tells him, Go fuck yourself. You know, yeah. I don't want sh- I don't want you turning in this man that I love in spite of everything. I don't care. I'm just even if he never comes back, even if I never see him again, I'm just glad to know he's out there. You know?
2: Yeah. 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 And 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 I think you're right that she really is the closest thing we have in this movie to like a true. Moral center, you know what I mean? Because like, like, like I'm sorry, like Martins is not a moral character. Martins is just he, he's he, you know, he 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 is like those, you know, people in 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 in, in the foreign policy blob who have drank the Kool Aid, you know what I mean, right? Who's like ambitions might be noble to an extent, but you know, and in you know, I don't know. Iraq, you know what I mean? I don't, I also don't
0: think it's like as as noble as it is to get Anna out of, you know, out of danger. Like, I also don't know that's a completely selfless move either. Like, oh, he, want, he, want, he does want to, fuck her. you know, I would, yeah, like that, that might be playing in, into his thinking a little bit, even if it is ultimately oh. a good
2: thing. But oh, like, yeah, yeah, no, well, no, well, all those, all those people that, like, you know, right, those people that have drank the Kool Aid. You know, yeah, they all want that like World War II, like you know, like 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 the you know, like liberation of Paris parade for them. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not a, it's not a zero sum either. But yeah, no, 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 no. no I mean, no. Even but yeah, no.
0: Anna's position as a moral center is also complicated because, like, you know, the thing that she believes in ultimately is loyalty, but it's you know, loyalty to an evil man. Like, yes, it's who
2: that- is who is, and it can't be said enough. Like, killed children. We're talking about dead children. Like, Mm. dead and maimed children. Like, we're not talking about a guy that, like, oh, no, that rubber was meant for, you know, right, 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 for our boys in uniform. No, 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 no. We're talking about dead kids. You know what I mean? Who, like, Uh, died because they, yeah. But he helped her,
0: you know? It it was when it was convenient for him, but he really helped her by getting her those those forged papers you know Mm -hmm. she Mm -hmm. she feels she owes him and you know she she has a code i don't know if it's the right code but she's got a code you know yeah um and so you know after she you know again tells martin to go fuck himself basically you know martin martin flip flops again goes back to the british is like actually deals off sorry you know doesn't look doesn't look like i'm getting laid out of this one so you know Again, I, it's, I, I don't think he's quite that cynical, but his motivation is complicated, you know. Um,
2: yes, yes, absolutely. And
0: then what what changes it is, you know, the British major um, Callaway. but he keeps he keeps calling him Callahan, which Callaway really hates because he doesn't like being called. <laughs> <college>. Yeah, um, <laughs> but, um, there's, a, there's like a whole. <laughs> There's a whole motif with people getting each other's names wrong. Like uh, Anna keeps calling Holly Harry, which feels significant. Yeah. But um, anyway, um, what Calloway does is, you know, he says, "Okay, I'll drive you to the airport and get you out of here." Board. Take like one little, and it ends up, you know, being at the children's hospital. It's like, hey, just take a take a quick look at your friend's handiwork here, and you know, it's also a really as with. Pretty much every scene in this movie a really well shot scene where you don't see any of the actual children you just see martin's face as he reacts to it and which is you know and i think i think more effective like you it really it gives you the full sense of the thing just looking no. at the reaction, you know you don't need some fucked up makeup or prosthetics you know it's just the the horror of okay this is i have to do something about this i can't let this yeah you know
2: yeah and 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 just real quick i was thinking about this right because because i was thinking about this and i wish (laughs) i feel like that's not i think that what with our ultra modern you know like you know like um you know you, you know like what they are able to show nowadays that that they could not have shown then right, I feel like we've lost something, right, because, you know, right, because today you get it seen, like, you know, like, an American sniper, where he, like, holds his kid, and it's, like, clearly a fake kid, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, right, and, like, and I was thinking, how much more effective, you're right, like, how much more, like, because like, I was, like, because, like, by not showing it, like, it does leave your mind to wander, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, right, right, and, and, and to, and I think that is more effective, I agree.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't even necessarily think it just pertains to, like, special effects or whatever just a lot of the time yeah. the most powerful thing a movie can do is just let an actor know like i heard this interview with uh, paul thomas anderson um where mm-hmm. great great yeah one of, i mean one of the best working directors and he, he was talking about and and importantly for this also you know writes his own films too he was talking about how you know a lot of the time he thinks the best thing he can do is to cut dialogue you know that a lot of the time when he's starting a scene, he'll be like, "You know, actually, you guys don't need to have this conversation. Just look at each other. You know, we'll get it." Um, and that you know there is so much power in just watching an actor act, and a lot yeah, of the, the language is extreme. I was
2: thinking, I was thinking of uh, speaking of Paul Thomas Anderson because uh, just real quick after this, I rewatched. Um, um, um uh under the silver lake, but speaking of Paul Thomas Anderson, uh Inherent Vice. Yeah. right, and all those scenes of Bigfoot and um fuck. What is what's the main character in Inherent Vice? What's it's his Doc fucking Sportello. name? Doc Sportello. Doc. Doc Sportello, yeah, yeah. Just the two of them just being in the same, like, 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 like just like being in the car together, not saying anything. No. And fucking Bigfoot just
0: the shot of Bigfoot eating the chocolate-covered banana, um, while Doc is yeah. high as fuck in the background, just looking at him horrified as he like fillets this big black cock-looking thing, is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Joaquin does not get enough credit for being funny. Like he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't play that note a lot, but like, just his like stoned, horrified face in the background there, and then the, the scene later when he sees the uh. The photo of the woman when she was like actively on heroin <laughs> he just takes a brief look at the photo and just screams it's the, also kind of the, just he's so
2: fucking funny in that movie so he's so good he's so fucking good and Brolin 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 who who, who I think also doesn't get enough credit like Brolin is also hilarious in that yeah. movie Brolin is so fucking, Won't do funny <laughs> I don't come here for the food. I come here for the respect. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's just screaming up. <laughs> it's
2: oh. so funky. Oh my god! No, 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 But, but, but yeah, no. But, but you're right. I mean, and that's the Like, you know. Um, no it, it, it's it's God God now I just want to talk about an advice not that this wasn't a great movie but also we,
0: we got we got to talk about the ending of this movie but
2: yeah yeah um, God what an ending
0: yeah I mean so you know they, they set up this sting um, and which we don't need to get into all the minute mechanics of it but basically you know it ends and with the, the cops you know Martin's Martin's tells um Lyme to come meet him at this cafe so we can, you know, talk to him and join forces or whatever. And, but it's, you know, it's a, it's a trap and the Lyme shows up and the cops end up chasing him down into the sewers. Um, and apparently on that like research trip, Green took to Vienna. The only other like useful fact that he found was just that Vienna has this very elaborate sewer system. He's like, oh, well, that would be a cool place to set a climax. And mm-hmm. you see, you have this. And line he was right. Yeah, you have this long sequence of Wells being chased through the sewers, um, which uh, apparently part of part of what what made that scene work is just that that was the first thing they filmed, and because Wells just didn't show up the set for a while because he was off fucking around in Europe, they're just like, well, I guess we can just shoot some B-roll in the sewers for a while. Um, so they just got all of these, you know dozens and dozens of cool shots of just people running around the sewers um which allowed them to cut it in this way um that like you know one it just goes on for a while and the scenery yeah. is cool. like some of it is actual sewer some of it they built on set um but um the way that they cut it together is like you're never like it's such a they they play up how confusing an environment it is so like you're never you feel totally lost in a way that like works because that's how Lyme feels. Like you're actually, you're, most of the scene you're getting from Lyme's perspective. Like the movie does, again, this kind of complicated moral switch where in the end you are with Lyme, you know, evading the cops. Um, so you, you're, you're sort of made to sympathize with him. Like, um, you know, as evil as he is, like it's hard not to feel bad for a dude being chased around the sewers by a bunch of Germans in storm I was, say, yeah. I was gonna
2: say, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, yeah, 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 yeah. The fact that he's the fact that he's like in the, the, the fact that he is running away from people yelling in German is like it was, uh, I was like Never a no, good look. He's the best. never yeah. a good look, never a good look but I was like wait, okay, yeah, I need to a bunch of, in uniform. A bunch of Germans in uniform. Yeah which right? they have not yet updated. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. Those uniforms look very Nazi. Um, And I know that, listen, technically they're Austrian, but okay, let's just get one thing clear. All right, Austrians are German, okay? This is so silly. Why do they get to be too... This is ridiculous. It's like us in Canada. It's the same thing.
0: Well, I mean, they didn't... This is diving too deep into a historical rabbit hole, but that's what we do here. They didn't want to be separate countries. Um, I mean, initially they were... like um back in like the 19th century when like german nationalism was becoming a force like they thought about like do we want austria to be part of this and ultimately they decided no just because not because they weren't german but just because bringing in austria meant bringing in all of austria's imperial possessions and they were more concerned with like you know german purity you know we don't want no hungarians in germany or italians or whatever you know, so yep. we're going to leave Austria out for now, and then after World War One, one of the things that most pissed them off was, okay, well, if there's no Austrian empire anymore, can't we take Austria? And the, you know, victorious powers are like, no. You know? You no. Guys, you guys no, were and you lost, so you, you got to be different.
2: Never mind, never mind. I'm all of a sudden pro-Austria being its own country. Fuck them. There you go. Honestly, why, did, why did Germany get to stay a country? <laughs> I mean, it didn't for
0: a long time it was two
2: um i know yeah th- that's the one thing i agree with thatcher on is that it should have stayed i think th- i think she was anti-german unification which is pretty funny um uh, no 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 they should have returned germany to all the principalities <laughs> it should have motherfuckers from Baden should have its own what, like, after, Bob's after world team. war
0: ii they should have reinstituted the holy roman empire <laughs> like, <laughs> like have literally a thousand countries you know um all sort of vaguely unified under a kind of king. Um,
2: what am, what one of my favorite did you ever play um any of the paradox games? Is it
0: like uh like na- name some of them. I think I think I know what like
2: talking. like 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 Victoria and like Europa Universalis and everything. Yeah I,
0: I've like I've had very brief introduction You <laughs> know what you're talking about but
2: yeah one of the one of my favorite little things is that is that so 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 this game victoria you start off in um 1836 and it goes to 1936 right yeah and 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 so you play like you know right and that's a hell of a 100 years right and 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 in 1836 you start off as the austrian empire and you have these options when you're a country to like you know enact these things and one of the things you can enact is becoming the um uh the austro-hungarian empire but if you do that you lose a shit ton of this um, this 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 counter that's called prestige. So mm. if, you become, if you become if you acknowledge the Hungarians, you lose a shit ton of prestige. And I thought that was so funny. I mean, I don't know, fucked up, but
0: probably historically accurate. Um,
2: exactly. Yeah, yeah. Also, 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 if you're if you're a non-Western country and you want any chance of competing on the global stage you have to enact this thing called westernization it's very it's or or, yeah yeah i believe it's called westernization yeah it's very funny yes all right so (laughs) anyway Anyway,
0: we're so close to the end um but like i mean the um and i mean just the last like little bit of the movie is so like this movie has such a great ending even beyond the climax like the way like limes end like you know where he gets you know gut shot in the sewers and like manages to find like you know crawling on hands and knees up up a staircase manages to find like the one unguarded manhole and like you know his fingers reach up through the grates and feel like the you know the harsh wind of the exterior which is you know he's so close to freedom but he just doesn't have the strength to push open the manhole and martin's catches him and you know lime just realizing that he's he's done he can't get away just gives him this look that is so clearly like giving him permission or even asking for a mercy killing which they they realize they couldn't get showing a mercy killing past the censors so they just have it happen off screen which is i think one of those things where like you you never you never want to side with the censors because they're always wrong but like i think actually kind of gives it some more power like it being this like Private moment between the two of them, and you're just hearing the gunshot in the distance. Um,
2: yeah. Also, I love with the sensors. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs>
0: um,
2: and then from there, we discuss that so much here.
0: Yeah. And then from there, it it cuts to Lyme's second funeral. Like again, just with this movie being so well structured, like it, it beginning and open beginning and ending with Lyme's funerals, one fake, one real. Um,
2: yeah. But but, but that last scene with yes. Anna and um yes. yes, yes, yes where 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 so he do you want if i do you if I set this up you you go
0: for it baby yeah
2: so 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 at the funeral, and the british um guy uh Calloway. the the like callaway, yeah, not callahan, no, he's not a, he really does get very pissed off whenever he calls him Callahan yeah. he's like like, and it is very clearly in this like. Like, and again, it he's just enough, like, he gets racistly mad. Like, he's not, he's not just annoyed that he's calling him the wrong name. It is because it's an Irish name. But anyway, neither here nor there, right? Right. So, 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 so he's going to, so he's literally talking about how, like, we need to, like, okay, oh man, you got to make your flight. We got to step on it. Right. Right. And, and, and so he sees Anna, right. And he's like, hold on, just stop for one second. He's like, we don't have time. You have a plane to catch for you to go home. Right. And right. And he's just like, I can't just leave it there. I can't just leave it like this. Right. And so, you know, he pulls off and he gets off and Anna just walks right past him without saying a word, without looking at him, without anything. And Callaway just drives off. You know what I mean? I mean,
0: but like, but the way that it is shot, like it is yes. like,
2: rob has such a big smile on his face
0: because I, I this it's it's one again one of the like my favorite like final shots in a movie because martin's gets out of the car and like anna is a long way off and the shot just holds for a long time as you watch her walk up walk up to him and like yes every like i i listen to because you know i'm this type of guy like the criterion channel has a a commentary on the movie um, by Steven Soderbergh and uh, Tony Gilroy, the director of Michael Clayton, pre- previous favorite. Um, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. They're both talking about how every time they watch this movie, y- you're watching it for so long. You're, you're sh- like, you, you manage to convince yourself again that like, she's going to at least acknowledge him. Like she's going to look over at him or something. And she doesn't, she doesn't even look at him. She just walks right on by him. And he just like, and the shot doesn't even end there like, you know, he takes out a cigarette, he lights it, he takes a puff, he takes one puff on the cigarette and then throws it away and walks off himself, and it's a long shot, um, but, that, like, I think you need that, that link. Yeah. You wouldn't have the power, like, you need to, like, amp yourself up into, like, what's gonna happen, like, is she gonna even acknowledge him? Because, like, so much <laughs> of, because it's, it that final shot is kind of answering the question of, like, at the end, what kind of world is this? Like, is a happy ending possible? Like, even a glimmer of it. And it's like, I mean, not really. Like, Martins Martin's was able to hold to his morality in the end. Like, not his initial morality, but he managed to find something where he was at least, like, you know, he, he took a stand. It wasn't a stand he wanted to take. It wasn't a stand that he was happy with, but he did something. Um, but that means he's not going to get the girl you know, because she also has her marriage and they just aren't compatible. And the world is too complicated for, you know, any pat ending like that. And, um, and like, that's that's actually different from what Green initially wrote. Like, Green was actually going to initially have them, like, walk off together. Um, and to his credit, Selznick, the American producer, was big on, like, no, they can't get together. Um, and was also big on backing read up in terms of You have to let the shot linger because like even Reed like apparently got really nervous about it he's like I don't know if this is gonna play like it's such a long shot like this is not like a shot of that length was is just I mean in a popular movie is really kind of unheard of you know just have someone watch and wait like you can almost like count on your hand the number of shots like that are in like big mainstream movies like there's the the scene in Lawrence of Arabia where he watches the guy ride up to the oasis for like a full minute but like i can't think of many more beyond that you know um but um i don't know it's great it gets me every time like i'm always like yeah that's yeah. Great. um no notes yeah and like i mean it's it also it got ripped off in another one of my favorite movies at the end of Miller's Crossing like there's a very similar scene at the um cemetery with Marsha Gay Harden walking past um uh, um, uh Gabriel um, Byrne. Fucking... yes yeah like clearly it was clearly an homage but you know that's kind of the Coen's whole deal like we're gonna you know steal liberally from this type of movie honestly but like still make it feel fresh and exciting and it works in that movie too you know what is it what's the Picasso quote like good artist. Or inspired great artists steal or something like that
2: yeah something like that yeah 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 but he probably said it in spanish
0: probably yeah but
2: yeah yeah but no no it's this is such a cool movie this is such a good movie this is i mean there are no notes this is this is this was so much fun to watch
0: yeah and I mean, it's so much fun for a movie that is also like clearly like, the one thing we haven't really talked about is, like, I mean, we've touched on it a little bit, but like how much the movie is like clearly still kind of about Nazism. Like, yes. um, like even beyond like the, the imagery of a bunch of stormtroopers chasing a dude through the sewers. Like there are all these other little suggestions of it earlier as well. Like the when, the, when Ma- Martins is interrogating the porter, at one point you know the porter you know he keeps saying like i didn't see anything i don't want to get involved i didn't see anything i don't know anything please leave me alone which is like i mean it's there is some symbolic significance to a german dude professing ignorance of a crime you know yes playing the good yes you know there's there's some stuff there and like yes even like little details like when he goes to the the house of i think it's vinkel the doctor is in on the scene and like yeah again they don't really you know emphasize it too much but his house is just or his apartment is just full of art where it's clear that he's just been like accumulating stolen works of art over the course of like years of warfare and even post-war yeah. market shit and just picking up you know just profiting off of the chaos of the last decade yeah um, again yeah they're, yeah they're like point their fingers at it directly but if you're like paying attention there are all these indicators everywhere
2: yeah 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 i i personally like 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 you know you know i mean like you know not so much with like you know the babies that uh lime killed but 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 with just kind of like the people you know because you do just kind of see like austrians and they are kind of treated like secondhand hand or second second class citizens you know what i mean right in this new like allied world and everything like that but there was a part of me that was like you know, like, You guys were all Nazis. Like, not that long. Like, yeah, like, yeah, like, I'm sorry. This is a little bit of, yeah, you know what? It's kind of going to suck for you. You guys were the Nazis. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it's so hard. Well, you shouldn't have been Nazis. I don't know what to tell you. You know what I mean? Also, don't, don't be complaining about the Russians. They're not going to take that well. <laughs> they, had it, they, had it, they had it maybe worse than you. So yeah, no, what I'm saying is is that the bombing of Dresden was just okay.
0: Well there we go. So um
2: yeah, it's it's a
0: morally complicated world. Um
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean not really, you know. Listen, you can just kind of <laughs> listen from a plane, people just kind of look like little dots.
0: <laughs> so yeah, I mean I just Again, I think this is basically a perfect movie, like about as close as movies yeah, can. I think, like, yeah, you know, it's it's there's so much depth to it. It's so perfectly constructed. You know, I mean, the the last thing we didn't even the last thing I want to mention because you can't talk about this movie without talking about uh, the score. Um, oh yeah, the, the zither score, um, which was like it was, I mean, unprecedented one to have. A movie that was scored entirely by a single instrument, um, and unprecedented to have that instrument be a zither. Um,
2: yeah, it's such a just, weird instrument.
0: Apparently, the the origin of that was just Carol Reed heard the the guy who composed the movie Anton Karas playing a zither in a bar, and was like, "That's cool. Do you want to score a movie?" Um, and he was like, "Okay." And like, I think one, uh, it's just a cool little footnote that like this movie was really successful. And that, that also meant that there was this like, the soundtrack to the movie was also very successful. Like the, the main theme became like one of the biggest like international music hits of the year and like inspired this little like mini like zither fad. Like people like legitimately got into zither music for a while just because of this movie. Um, but I think also is like really essential to setting the tone of the movie. Um, and that it is so like, so playful, um, but also still feeling kind of ominous in a way. Um, and the last the last point I want to make is just you know again like the movie has a lot of patience in withholding Wells. Um, yeah, him being so good, like you would you would almost like in another movie I would feel like I would want Wells, like I would feel like I didn't get enough Wells. Um, but I think that like the zither music being so prominent, I think weirdly kind of makes it feel like his his presence is felt throughout yeah. the he's not there. Because, the, I mean, the music is so associated with him. Like the theme really crescendos in that moment where we first see him. And it really, again, captures his spirit by being so, again, the music sounds playful and immoral, just like him. Um, so that like, even when we don't, even though we don't get wells for an hour, it feels like, He's shadowing the movie somehow just because there's this thing reminding you all the time of what he's going to be when he shows up. Um, That's right.
2: The no. man.
0: Duh, yes, he's going to be demand. So, anyway, I think we have talked this movie to death. We, we do need to get to a movie of equal cinematic import. Yeah. In just a moment, but I need to. Take it. Yes, I know you yeah,
2: have to be.
0: Me
1: too. in and Sister. <laughs>
2: So while I was taking a leak, I, 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 I rewatched uh twice the uh, Moto Penakeko scene. Uh-huh. And something I just kind of, I, I, I think I noticed it before, but something I really just noticed this time was that if you listen, still, he's speaking like fucking Japanese, right? Like some like broken ass Japanese to this guy. And the guy just speaks English. The guy is just answering English. <laughs> He's just like, okay, it's coming. And he's just like, What up, he's He just keeps going, hi, hi. And, and the guy's just like, okay, like like the guy. I don't think the guy says anything in Japanese. The entire yeah. He's like, okay, Lieutenant, I'm coming up. And he's just like, hi. It's so fucking funny. God damn it. Also, also, also fucking Joaquin's Line after he says to think about, because what he says is he says they're not as good as my the pancakes here aren't as good as my mother's. But what I really go for here is the respect, yeah, the respect. And then he just goes, "You didn't get enough of that from your mother." <laughs>
0: <laughs> I forgot that line. That's that's great.
2: It really, it really is. It, it, you're you're completely right about Joaquin. Joaquin is legitimately just an incredibly funny man. Yeah, what's need- the called? Who's? yeah he has such a
0: a weird fucking like out there energy that so often gets like i mean off i mean he's he's great at this but like so often just gets deployed as like psychosis um yeah like it really does work for comedy too there's this uh um movie uh last year come on come on that was like it was like you know pretty pretty all right like indie dramedy thing um well he like was just it was so great to see him like using that odd oddball energy to just play like kind of a regular old goofball um yeah there is this scene in the movie where he, and sort of the conceit is like he's this kind of you know well-meaning but like not very experienced like uh like radio producer or whatever who gets sort of like randomly like stuck watching his sister's like eight-year-old son for an extended period of time and like but like with no has no real like experience parenting he's like totally making up on the fly and there's this scene where like he is like half asleep and the kid wakes him up to ask what abortion is and like just <laughs> him like like groggily trying to like stumble for an answer that's like profound but also like not too disturbing and be like uh it's um something very uh important um that uh i don't know man ask your mom it's just it's it's this great moment it's like, it's like i wish i like as much as i love everything almost everything that we get from her, i wish i got more of
2: that yeah yeah no, that's a good. Did I ever tell you about the time that I had to that I told my children what the Holocaust was? Yes. Yeah. Again, that, that is,
0: that is, have I ever told you? The answer is yes. Several times.
2: Is yes. The answer is absolutely yes. The answer is absolutely yes. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's great. He's so great. Did you ever see that movie? Uh, you were never really here. Yeah. With him. Yeah. What do you think of that? It's a good movie. It's weird
0: um but
2: i like that and i mean it's
0: again it's very much him and like i am like suffering from such severe psychosis i am barely human anymore at this point but like there's a reason people keep casting him for that he's good at
2: it yeah 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 yeah
0: does he kill
2: himself at the end of that i mean
0: the ending is very ambiguous i don't think that's what happens but have you seen it
2: yeah yeah, I have, yeah, yeah. I I, I think that, I think they show him killing himself, but then I think it's also like, oh no, he was just like thinking about killing himself. Right. Yeah,
0: it's like one of those things like, I don't know, maybe he did, maybe he did. I don't know. I just I remember being seeing the ending and being like, interesting.
2: Yeah. I remember just being like, damn, a hammer is such a violent weapon. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's such a it's like apparently one of the most popular murder weapons in America, though. That makes sense. I mean, they're around. Yeah, yeah. I think more people might get killed by hammers than guns. That might not. That's probably not true. I weird. feel like.
0: Yeah.
2: I feel like that can't be true.
0: I I can't imagine it. Is.
2: People love shooting people. It does seem to happen a lot. It's 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 kind of all the rage. Yeah, has been for a while. People are pretty upset about that Buffalo thing.
0: It was racist, right? I don't think this is, yes, it was definitely racist. And I don't think this is the forum for that. That's a little too uh, strong a drink to mix into this cocktail.
2: Yes, very racist. Speaking of drinks, speaking of drinks, did you see that the guy had a cum jar in his room?
0: Okay, so uh, we're, we're
2: navigating away from this. We can't talk
0: about the cum jar. We can't talk about the cum jar. This man had a jar of cum. Okay, so speaking of gun violence, let's talk about 1986's Cobra, directed by George P. Cosmatos. Roll the trailer. First, let Matt laugh at just a foreign name. Let him get that that one out of his system. Okay, nope, nope, he's still going. Um, been... <laughs> oh,
2: yeah that's what I was laughing at roll the drill
3: society is breeding a new kind of criminal it's also breeding a new kind of cop
1: Right.
0: Welcome back from the trailer. <laughs> still going. Still going.
2: No, you have to give me some credit. You heard me, you heard me barely keep that in for two seconds so that you can cut in the trailer. That's progress. That's commitment to the craft.
0: Yes, you're right, Matt. I will give you credit for your restraint at laughing at a just the existence of a Greek name.
2: <laughs> they got funny names over there. Anyway. Yeah, no, you're wrong. This is this is not a movie about gun violence. This is a movie about axe violence. Well, also very much about gun violence. <laughs> there's there's a lot of
0: violence in this movie, Matt, of many different varieties.
2: Is it gun violence if it's if it's is it is it really gun violence if it's simply a cop trying to be the rain that cleans the scum off the streets?
0: Yeah, I mean, so I think This is a movie that really lays it all
2: out there. Um, Yeah, this this is this is a movie that 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 saw this is this is you know what I was thinking about this. This is kind of the the logical American progression from from you know you know of 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 I think what we could kind of generally call the mystery genre. You know what I mean, right? In uh which someone is trying to unravel a mystery, right? and 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 in the 40s and the 50s you know right you have the noir right and then you know and then you kind of have the neo-noir scene you know starting in the 60s right and continuing on right even to this day right but then the 80s the 80s come around right because 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 you know you get a lot of neo-noirs you know you get like the long goodbye and you get movies like that in the 70s right you know thief and everything right right sure and then thief is yeah, not a lot of mystery yeah. okay Okay, well I haven't seen it, but it's not important. <laughs> what's important is, right? Then you get the 80s, right? Then you get this movie, and this movie is like morality, what's that? I don't give a shit. I'm just
0: this this movie has a very strong sense of
2: morality. I mean it's yeah, it's Lenny
0: Riefenstahl's sense of morality, but it's a sense of morality. <laughs> exactly.
2: This movie this movie i'm so excited this movie
0: is so cool so do you know what the origin of this
2: film was oh fuck i used to i used to tell me about it so originally sylvester
0: stallone was hired to play the lead of beverly hills Cop, um and During the pre-production of Beverly Hills Cop, um, the uh, famed action comedy starring uh, Eddie Murphy. Um, Yes. But obviously prior to his involvement, Stallone kept approaching the uh, production team and being like, basically giving notes that the movie should be less of a comedy and more of a straight action movie. And eventually got so annoying with these requests that they were just like, you know what, maybe it's better if we part ways. And you know, went on to hire Eddie Murphy, which seems like worked out pretty well for them. Um, yeah.
2: But How many Beverly Hills Cops did they make four of those? Uh, it was either three or four. Three? Um, yeah. Like an insane number, but yes, continue.
0: continue. Um, let's see. Three. Although, I mean, it is one of those things that, like, people are constantly like, talking about reboots or sequels or whatever, you know so i'm sure there would be, they put in the, i don't know i mean
2: it has got to be a black guy because i think that that works really well
0: although so what i was the one sort of funny like thing that brings this full circle is that beverly hills cop 3 is basically not a comedy um it's like pure action because at that Trump. point in his career, Eddie Murphy had gotten weirdly jealous of Wesley Snipes, um, and was, like decided that he needed to like compete with on the action front and needed to like start making action movies. Um, and so, like, he insisted Beverly Hill Cop's three be you know just basically an action movie. There was there was another movie he made around that time too. It was just sort of this like weirdly straight um like action thing what what was it i mean metro from nineteen ninety-seven, which is you know again like ostensibly an action comedy but is like just eddie murphy trying to be wesley snipes and it was yeah i've seen it but does not have a great reputation um
2: yeah 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 because he's not he's not wesley snipes
0: no and eddie murphy is great at being eddie murphy um, oh yeah, I, I yeah no I was thinking the original I, Beverly Hills Cop, but oh
2: yeah oh you
0: ever see Forty Eight Hours? Yes, I've seen Forty Eight Hours.
2: Yeah, yeah, incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. no. But, but yeah, no, yeah. This. Anyway. So go ahead.
0: So after being, I don't know if it was fired necessarily off of uh, Beverly Hills Cop, but after parting ways with that. He basically took all of their all of the notes that he had been giving them about the type of action movie it should be and just turned that into Cobra. Um so basically this is this is what Sylvester Stallone thought Beverly Hills cop should have been. <laughs> 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 then he uh, he took that uh that script over to the uh Mr.'s I believe it's Golem and Globus. Golem can't possibly be right. Can't be. Hold on. I'm being. That's that's got to be. But
2: Globus is right. But Globus
0: is right. Globus is right. Um, the gentleman in charge of canon Pictures. Um, hold on. Hold on. Right, I went their way. Um, Golan, like the heights. Golan and Globus. Menahem. And Globus. <laughs>
2: Wait. Globus is the actual name.
0: Yes. So. Uh, Menahem Golan and Yoram Globus the uh, two men behind Cannon canon picture um, canon being sort of infamous in the 80s for um, being sort of the most coked up of the like B plus level um, sort of beat em up dipshit um <coughs> is producing stuff. Jordan
2: Globus Jordan Globus what the f- that's a bloodborne name what the fuck is going on that's a, that's a fromsoft ass name that is a fucking god damn it okay no that's cool no, I love Yornum Globus. That's gonna be my new fake name. Next time a cop asks me my name, I'm gonna tell him my name is Yornum Globus.
0: Yes, and they they were known for producing such movies as The Happy Hooker Goes Hollywood, um, <laughs> Enter the Ninja. Um,
1: yes, Death, yes,
0: Death Wish Two, not the original, but Death Wish Two. Um, yes, uh, perhaps. Um, most influence or most famously, break into electric boogaloo. Um,
2: yes. Okay, so this is so this is a powerhouse, is what I'm. Yes. hearing.
0: So some real like cheap ass like exploitation shit, you know. Some it'll make some money on video. Who cares, movies? Um, but you know, if Sylvester Stallone comes knocking with a script that you know he said. <laughs> You know, you'll give him twenty-five million dollars, or however much this cost. Um, I think it actually was more. I, what was what was the budget on this? Um, this is actually kind of an expensive movie. Um, yeah. 20, well, 20, just in 20,
2: squibs 25, alone,
0: twenty-five. But that's like that's not a cheap movie in the eighties. Um, no, yeah, but I imagine a healthy amount of that just went to Sly. Um,
2: yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and then a lot of that to Fish Scale, and then uh, after that. Yeah, you know, to squibs,
0: yeah, it was they to direct it. They uh, um, picked George P. Cosmatos, who's also known,
2: <laughs> it's, it's just a Greek name, Matt. <laughs> but, <laughs> I don't know what Cosmatos is, just it's getting me. But he, he also is also, notes, it's kind of close to Costanza. I don't know,
0: yeah, I can see that. Um, uh, but he, he also like he directed a lot of like. These kinds of movies, but like, so he, he had a couple like proper hits. He directed Rambo: First Blood Part Two, and he also later in his career directed Tombstone, um, so he's got that going. Mm. And is also mm-hmm. the father of, uh, I believe it's Panos Cosmatos, who directed Mandy, the Nick Cage picture.
2: Oh, but mm. so fucking good. It's a good
0: film, yeah, but. Anyway, so yeah, the uh, this is this is what Beverly Hills Cop almost was, um, but I think the only way to approach it, and the only way because this is an insane movie, um, like it's it's one of those movies that like it isn't good but it is never boring. Um, no, oh no, the, oh no. The only way to unpack it is with the understanding that this is a movie made by a dude who people have stopped because I mean Cosmatros might have directed this but this is a this is a Sly Stallone joint through and through um oh yeah you know written by and starring um and like this this really feels like the work of a man who um has not heard no in a while and that has allowed him to just kind of unleash his inner 11-year-old. Um, because I think the only thing that really explains most of the decisions that go into this movie is just what would an 11-year-old boy think is cool?
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. After that mm-hmm.
0: lens, it actually makes some sense, you know? Um, and approach through that lens, it is pretty cool. It is... Yeah. I think it is a pretty it's got like chewing gum for brains and like bile in its soul. Like this is a pretty evil movie in a lot of ways as much as a movie can be evil, but like again, it's it's never boring.
2: Yeah, yeah. no this is this is a movie this is a movie that I bet if you pulled like if you pulled like a bunch of cops that got that, that have like that have um, uh, excessive force charges, what's it called? If you pulled a bunch of cops that have excessive force charges, and you ask them name your top five favorite movies, I would be shocked if Cobra did not come up in at least 80% of those movies.
0: Yeah, I mean, it definitely feels like um, a very pure distillation of a certain type of cop brain. Um, yes. you know. Um, So, I mean, the movie begins (laughs) with uh, Stallone in narration giving like crime statistics, being like, you know, in America there's a burglary ever every 11 seconds, an assault every 32 seconds, you know, a robbery every two minutes, you know, whatever. Um, (laughs) Over, and this narration is over a shot that begins on a close up of his Cobra belt buckle, then pulling out to a gun which fires into the camera, cutting to um, the word just cobra over a blood-red sky and a biker appearing over the horizon in silhouettes. Like, the movie is stylish. I will give it that. But it is insane.
2: Yeah. No, no. It's it's absolutely, it's like, it's, 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 (laughs) It's. <laughs> I'm so I'm at a literal loss for words, like to just even be because like this is a movie that I've watched two or three times, and every time I watch this movie with a giant like with like with like a giant like 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 open mouth smile on my face because I'm just like because I'm just like because because it's just so insane it's just like everything like, like, like when people are like 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 like, like were like you know like oh you know a lot of those like 80 movies are like pretty fascist and you're just kind of like i mean like okay like they're also just cool movies like this is just a movie where it's just like like where it's just like we're like we're if, like like if Cobra at one point had been like uh, no, I think we need to like march on Rome. Like it'd be like, yeah, no, totally. No, yeah, no, I believe that. You know what I mean? He
0: basically does. Um <laughs> this is, like this is like the most the most famous line from this movie is him saying to a criminal, you're the disease and I'm the cure. But like <laughs> that's that's like maybe the most regular thing he says um like, yeah yeah at one point a reporter and like you know this is a movie where like everyone who is not either a, a sexy babe in distress or a like cop with a like brutality record as long as his, his arm is portrayed as like either you know a ro- raving maniac who just lusts for the blood of innocence or you know a just complete spineless dickless like um liberal who is you know basically a fifth columnist you know all reporters and even most cops are like basically on the side of criminals because they don't have the stomach for you know what needs to be done you know yeah like there's a line where like a reporter asks cobra and his name is cobra
2: (laughs) that's the character his name is cobra his name name is
0: Well, his name is his name is Marion Cobretti, um, because he he needs one a badass surname and two a kind of jokey first name that's also you know still kind of badass because that was John John Wayne's actual first name, so you know still kind of cool. Um, oh
2: yeah, I always forget that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, Wait, what was
0: John Wayne's real name? Was Marion something? Um, I mean, I it wasn't
2: remember. Wayne though? Right?
0: No it was what's for, okay hold on when you start typing john wayne in wikipedia it gives you john wayne gacy before john wayne <laughs> but anyway his,
2: his real name was i'm gonna blame that one on women
0: okay sure um but his his actual um name is Marion morrison um
2: the, john wayne's a lot better i think
0: i, I can see why he changed it um yeah but anyway, um, a reporter asks Cobra, um, you know, "Did you, like, did you <laughs> yeah. use like um, excessive deadly force?" And Cobra says, "Like I used everything I had at my disposal." Um,
1: yeah, yeah, like yeah. That's yeah.
0: Like every um, line in the movie. Like there's there's a scene um, like towards the end. Where um Bridget Nielsen, who plays the the love interest and you know, is Stallone's actual real world then wife, um, Nielsen says to him, like half this dialogue is like basically like the kind of thing you would have, like it's got the subtlety of like Troy McClure telling you, you know, about the dangers of a world without zinc, except for like the dangers of a world without brown shirts. Um <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> bridget Nielsen says like there's all these crazy people in the world why can't the police just put them away and keep them away <laughs> to which cobra says tell it to the judge
2: tell it to the judge we put them away and they let them back out which <laughs> it's, this is how prison works this is how prison works you get to get out after a little while like if if this movie just ended with like a
0: campaign ad for reagan it would like Completely fit the tone of the film.
2: It is. It is. It is. If this
0: movie, like, like, if if the Willie Horton ad was just like viral marketing for Cobra, it would make sense. It's like the same. The same thing. It's got the same tone.
2: Yeah. No. No. If you haven't heard the Willie Horton ad, like, 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 I want you to do this. I want you to stop listening to this right now. Right. I want you to go, and I want you to. To, to watch two things i want you to watch the trailer for cobra and i want you to watch the willie horton ad and they are the exact same thing they're yeah. the exact same fucking thing the the, the entire point of this movie because cobra because this thing wait right 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 because because so so cobra is uh, lapd right mm-hmm. right 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 and you probably think oh What's you know oh, what is it?
0: softies
2: they're way too Yes, soft exactly yeah lapd yeah, 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 yeah. Top to bottom, especially the LAPD brass, they're known for being very liberal and really, and really trying to rein in the more excessive officers. That's what the LAPD brass is known for, especially yeah. in the 80s. Exactly, exactly yeah. yeah. That's the thing everyone always says about the LAPD. You know, a lot of people complained about it in the 90s, and what they would say is they'd say, "You know what? We wish it was the LAPD of the 80s again. They were so chill." what happened to you guys yeah no but uh but but so but so but but so you know right Right? you probably think cobra's like oh he's probably like you know like oh what is he he like homicide is he robbery what you know he's on the zombie squad which apparently was a real thing in um not in, in in somewhere overseas i think in like belgium or something like that this is like a real thing that existed Some like real kind of like pro, some like Gladio esque shit. You know what I mean?
0: I never even really got what the Zombie Squad's like bailiwick was, other than just like they show up and shoot people.
2: (laughs) Yes, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. The movie is not great at exposition or plot or character. (laughs) Really just, you know, giving you much of anything beyond like. You know, a series of images that I feel like are like sub, like, sub, subliminally encoded to get you to like enlist in the Marines. Um, but
2: uh, no, no, because the Marines have a, um, they have a, um, uh, oh, God, what is it? Uh, what is that movie? Rules of engagement. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. zombie squad, the zombie squad does not have a rules of engagement. The zombie squad rules of engagement are, 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 hey, bullets aren't free try not to try to try to really shoot people instead of giving them warning shots you know what i mean that is the, the it is literally it is portrayed as like is portrayed as like is because is, i think they kind of explained it at one point point. and basically the conceit of the zombie squad it's like yeah you know how they're like crazy people yeah they're the ones that put them down like dogs because because reagan let everyone out of the asylums so now we just kill them.
0: That's certainly the sense I got. I mean, I don't know that I would yeah. be able to like, <laughs> a moment in the film where that's explained because there's not really, again, like okay. So my experience of this movie is I had seen this once before, um, when I was like, I was drunk as shit when I last watched this movie, and like,
2: nothing wrong with watching it that way.
0: No, but like afterwards, you know, I thought, you know, I didn't like didn't really make a lot of sense, but I feel like that was probably on me. And like re-watching it now is like, nope, that was not on me. <laughs> like, nope, this, nope. This is a movie nope. meant to be watched like on your second mad dog. Like it, yes, it, it, yes. it really spiritually makes sense when you are like preparing yourself to drive drunk.
2: Um exactly. <laughs> this is this is this is the movie you watch. This is the movie you watch when you know you're not going to get your kids back at the family court hearing, but you're going to go anyway just so that bitch can see you. This is like, this is an in, because like, like, okay, okay, here's roughly the plot, okay? All right, all right, you ready? I'm going to give you the plot, okay? All right, all right. Sylvester Stallone is this, like, basically cop on, like, the, like, uh, hitman squad for the LAPD right 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 for the for the squad in the lapd is
0: municipal rambo
2: exactly yes 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 he's municipal ra- yes yes he's rambo with a pension yes, yes. <laughs> no, this is yes yeah this is like the squad of the lapd that the that the other people in the lapd are like yeah they might be a little excessive <laughs> you know what i mean yeah yeah As uh, yeah but uh but so 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 and and there is this like um basically uh axe wielding cult that that whole ideology seems to be um uh we're evil right
0: that's that's one thing like they never explain what's up with this cult like yeah it's just you know there are some people who like to hang out in (laughs) and clang axes together um which is actually i mean that sounds intimidating but in practice like Maybe it's just shitty sound design, but like axes clanging together is really actually kind of a delicate sound. It makes this little cling cling like you're making a toast. It's kind of, it's yeah. not as intimidating as it sounds. I'm going to I'm gonna call bullshit on axe clinging. Yeah. It's not that yeah. scary.
2: No, no, it's not. It's not. And also what struck me was I was like, I was like, I was like, because like, because like, have you ever held an axe? Like a two-handed axe? Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? They're, they're a hefty, it's a hefty, item you know what i mean if you got two of those things you can't really do anything you know what i mean you can't really do all that much damage with two axes because they're they're hard to swing yeah you know what i mean one axe oh, finish oh no i was gonna say one axe by itself right if you're if you're coming at me with one axe i'm gonna be like oh no right if you're coming at me with two axes i'm gonna be like literally what are you going to do are you are we going to have an axe fight like why do you have two of those things so it it kind of falls flat on its face and you're right it is a very delicate sound it doesn't and like the the cult again is just you
0: don't really know anything about them (laughs) like just yeah so often they'll say like you know the new world is coming or something but like and you know we know that like brian thompson the alien bounty hunter from the x-files is the head of it but like you know that's literally all we know there's a big dude in charge they like to clink axes they talk about the new world and do do murders that's it like yeah know, yeah it's like when we see them like doing their axe hangouts like it's like a total like cross section of society like you've got like you know you're kind of expected like criminal crust punk looking dudes but then you, there's also like At least there was like at least one extra who looked like fucking Wallace Shawn in like, you know, a fucking like business trench coat, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which I guess the idea is just like you know, criminality has infiltrated all aspects of society. But like, if if if, like if you're gonna make that claim, I need a little backstory. I need to know yeah what the thinking is here. Like I feel like the fascism. Like, um, and this is a movie that, I, again, I feel like is appropriate to describe as fascist.
2: Um, yes. But like, yes. It's
0: like un- undermines itself dramatically because it can't even like imagine any interiority to its villains. And like having an interesting villain, you know, with something going on at all, other than just big, strong want to kill, can, you know, make an action movie a little better. A memorable villain mm-hmm. you know gives you something in an action movie and like having brian thompson as your heavy perfect fine but you know give me a hans gruber leading the operation <laughs> a little bit of explanation of what's going on it'll, it'll sort of tie things together a little bit
2: yeah 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 the closest we kind of get to an ideology of the axe gang um uh, uh, is like kind of like helter skelter kind of yeah.
0: I mean it's a little but, of like hand wavy, like you've heard of Charles Manson, it's that kind of thing, whatever.
2: Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But not even like Charles Manson, where it's like where it's like where it's like where it's like, oh, you know, they're so under the thrall of this, like super charismatic. No, no, Brian Thompson's character is not charismatic. He's just a crazy person, right, right. And it's just like and it's just like, yeah, like all of these people have been infected with the sickness of this decadent modern society. Yeah. And so and so and so they as lost men crave blood right and 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 so and so what is the cure to this disease why it's cobra's 45 caliber american made lead you know what i mean like that's basically it like listen folks we could go through the plot and i'm sure we kind of will but like really with a lot of the movies I assign, what plot? So
0: here it is. X-Gang wants to kill, I mean everybody, but specifically wants to kill Bridget Nielsen. Cobra wants to protect, and you know, eventually kind of sort of sleep with a little bit Bridget Nielsen.
2: This leads to conflict. Mm-hmm. That's the plot. That's it. Yep. That's it. And they want to kill Bridget Nielsen. Because Bridget Nielsen witnesses them um, doing one of their many um, uh, senseless murders, and they failed to kill her. Yep. But
0: I mean, where yep. this, this movie really comes alive is in the details, you know? <laughs> yes. Which is really where you feel the spirit of what would an 11 year old think cool? Or yes. Show up. Um, like So just to, to paint a picture of the kind of minute decision, minute but essential decisions that went into this picture, you know, just the introduction of Marion Cobretti. Yeah. So you have a, yes. a shootout at a grocery store, which uh, begins with one of the Axe Gang guys walking in and shooting a bunch of fruit for some reason. Like, he doesn't really shoot people. He just starts blowing up groceries like he's got like a mm-hmm. against Captain Crunch in particular. Yep. Um, he eventually yep. kills yep. one guy, but like you know, by like contemporary standards, like he's kind of a, a wash as a as a mass shooter. I got to be honest.
2: Um, yeah, 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 yeah. You get one guy. Like is that even really a mass shooting?
0: No, no. Definitionally, it is not. No. Um, no. But, Anyway, so from there, the like, you know, dickless regular cops, you know, um, realizing that they can't handle this kind of heat. You know, they, one of them, you know, after doing, after debating with themselves a, a little bit, one of them finally gives in. You know what he says, Matt?
2: Call what does he say?
0: He says, call the Cobra." And we, from oh. there, from there, we cut to one of the all-time silliest movie cars um i forgot about the car like this is i i I um chapo has done an episode on this and they described it as a rockabilly car Um, yeah i think is
2: it appropriate
0: like it looks like something that should be chasing bonnie and clyde um yeah
2: yeah it's a 1940s mercury coupe yeah it is, which yeah. I know because did I ever tell you I had a hot rod phase as a kid?
0: Of course you did. Um, of course I did. But like the but the greatest detail about it, not just that he's driving the stupidest car, which like I, okay, I I do have a couple questions about the car. Like that's not like police issue. Like that's just his. <laughs> uh, that must just be that's his, his car. It's like his his personal drive, which which means it also just doesn't have a siren he's like doing like car chases throughout downtown LA like just you
2: know fucking no siren no siren (laughs) no no siren no radio this is I know this is a
0: a fruitless question to
2: ask about
0: this whole movie because there are so many like things that the answer is no you can't do that but like can you just show up in your own car at a crime scene like if (laughs) if 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 I was a cop and I had a smart car, could I be doing chases in that just because it got better mileage? <laughs> <laughs> but truly, the greatest detail about, his, about this car, which you only you see twice in the movie, like they highlight this. They thought this was cool. And like this is, you know, his introduction as a character when he pulls up, the car pulls up into frame, and what you see is his vanity license plate, which is what is it? It's A W S O M space. 50. Misspelled awesome 50. <laughs> Just, why? That's... What? That's one of the <laughs> greatest things I've ever seen. Like, it's a movie. You can give him whatever you want. Why does he have to be the 50th person to get a misspelled awesome license plate? Why would he want
2: to do that? Why would you think that would be impressive? Why, why wouldn't it say Cobra so i so 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 many
0: questions even from the like perspective of i am a literal child having a vanity license plate that says cobra is significantly cooler than having one that says awesome 50 awesome so so fucking cool so fucking cool it makes me think that they like I don't know what the prop rules for like license plates are, but it makes me think they like fucked up somehow and like actually <laughs> had to go to the MVA and go through a like, hundred <laughs> options to get a real license plate until they finally settle on. I guess the best we can do is awesome 50.
2: Awesome 50.
0: Yeah. Cause I, I'm, I'm more pretty more sure alternate or stereo. that is Sylvester Stallone's real license plate. <laughs> And I, I hope that is the answer.
1: <laughs> oh, my
2: God. I That might be real. That might be real because, yeah, I think he's like 70 years old. That might, that might just be his birth year. Yeah, <laughs> that see. that might actually be his license. <laughs> I want that to be true more than anything in the world. He's um, no,
0: forty six. But
2: okay, okay. Doesn't, doesn't mean
0: yeah. that, doesn't mean it's not necessarily true.
2: Yes, exactly. I um, want to believe. I want to believe too, buddy. Uh, no, no, but just that opening scene. There are so many. Great little things in that. So like, so like, he goes in, right? He goes in with a handgun first off mm-hmm. to this like mass shooting situation, right? It's not like he's like, oh, you know, right, like super tactical or anything like that. And no, 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 no. Okay, so this is pre North Hollywood shootout. So you don't quite have SWAT uh, in the same way, right? But but uh, but but you know, so he goes in to handle it, right? I don't know. And, I mean, oh, he gets he
0: gets pretty tactical later on in the movie. He has grenades. I don't think that's, I don't, that's true. I don't think they issue those to the police even now. What
2: no, no, yeah. No, they'll give them MRAPs, but they stop at grenade. An yeah. <laughs> actual explosive, they're like, hold. although do you remember when there was that um, BLM shooter and they just blew him up? Yes, yeah. That was really weird. I remember when they found out they did that? I was like, that's an option? You can, you can do that? You can just blow up a guy?
0: If you okay. will, it Is no dream. Yeah.
2: <laughs> they just rolled a bomb robot up to that guy and, and kamikaze it? That's. Why do the police have bombs? I don't. I don't know because they watched cobra
0: and <laughs> that looks cool.
2: That's true. I want That's to true. be like Marion. Yeah.
0: Also, Although famously not, he's a lieutenant, which I just I can't get over that. He's in management. Like what? L- he's Lieutenant Cobretti. He's not a detective. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. He it's- took the lieutenant's exam and passed. Not even that. He's he's like ostensibly like. Filling out shift forms and liaising with HR. <laughs> he's doing paperwork.
2: <laughs> he's like, he's like, he's like managing. He's like managing people's fucking like, 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 re- like requests for PTO and shit like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. While he just
0: he's talking to people, pizza. He's talking to people about open enrollment. (laughs)
2: That's, oh my God. That's, you know, it's so funny because he definitely just was just like, no, like Lieutenant means like, you're like a really good cop. Like you didn't think of any of that. He was just like, (laughs) yeah. no, but, uh, but, but so, but in that, in that that's so funny. Because yeah, you're right. Because that means that they basically called like like multiple people's boss to go in and single-handedly deal with this shooting, right? Uh but but like in The Grocery Store there's this one scene that I think was so perfect where like like the guy shooting at him and he just takes a can of beer and just starts drinking it yep. of like of like lukewarm out like like not in a or anything like that just he's out
0: freaking display beer
2: yes exactly yes incredible while he's in this shooting situation and then correct me if I'm wrong the guy's just like the, the, the guy like he has like a hostage and he's just like I'll kill her I'll fucking kill her and then he's just like I don't care <laughs> <laughs> okay cobra cool okay <laughs> cool and then he throws a knife at the guy yeah yeah just, so this is maybe the greatest movie ever made is what I think we're saying. <laughs> this is, this is, because like, that's the thing. Because like, because like, it is just him, like, kind of like, but then like, it goes back to like his place and he just lives in this like, okay, like- um
0: Hold on, hold on, hold on. We have to set up this whole
2: scene because- Oh my fucking God, you're right. How the, could I forget? The private life-
0: of Marion Cobretti is really just a beautiful sequence (laughs) so we begin with him on his way home from you know murking a dude in a Wegmans um Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the first thing he does is ram his car into a car full of Latino guys because they're just insufficiently respectful to him and he'd rather have their parking spots they need to get out of the way um He then, like, threatens all of them with violence when they complain about, like, hey, you just rammed my car and moved it out of the way. (laughs) That's kind of fucked up, man. He rips the shirt off and is like, you need to be a better citizen. Um,
2: Yeah. Oh, and Chapo pointed this out. When he rips the shirt off, you see the guy's mic?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't notice that, but yeah, that's that's some canon shit. Um,
2: Yeah, yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. He then goes up to his little,
0: like, crappy beach apartment um takes out a, a piece like a, a box of like leftover pizza which he cuts up with scissors and eats some yep. of. and this is i forgot this detail after yeah as he's walking up to his apartment he's reading a newspaper which he then throws in the uh um his grill on a
2: grill um yeah
0: because fuck the Lugin press I guess um
2: that's right that's right that's where this belongs
0: my, possibly my favorite detail of all of this is under all of this, there's like this fucking like weird 80s pop song that's like completely tonally inappropriate to, to the whole movie. Like weirdly, this movie mm. has like the soundtrack of a John Hughes movie. Um, yes, yes, like yes. Bouncy 80s synth music with a chorus. It's like working too hard, trying to make a living gotta find a way to take it easy on me that yeah insanely and I did not know this until I saw the end credits is I would like you to guess who this song is sung by
2: I don't know I, I can't even think Gladys Knight <laughs> <laughs> I believe- Like,
0: wrote an original song for this. I don't, I don't don't quote me on that. It seemed seemed like that was within the realm of possibility.
2: (laughs) Do do a movie, do a movie, to a movie, that it cannot be stated enough. If 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 you wanted to accurately score this movie, it should have just been the hell march from Command and Conquer over and over and over again. Do you know that song? I don't know that one, but like I can imagine. I'll send it to you. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: This movie should have like the score of a John Carpenter movie. Um,
2: Yes, yes, yes. This movie is insane and and like honestly, completely terrifying because there are no good guys in this movie. Like this is a movie, this is a movie where like we're like we're like we're like we're like you are either we're we're like literally, literally there are sheep wolves and sheepdog like this is this is everything. Those are your three options in this movie. And you so know what I mean. Dog is the worst of them. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, no, 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 no. It's just, it's just, it's just sheep, wolves, and then wolves that hate the other wolves more than they <laughs> want to eat the sheep. That's it. Yeah. That's it. There are no sheep dogs here. Yeah. It's it's it is it is and and. Uh, and so, you know, right. And so all Cobra does, all he does is he just eats pieces of pizza that he cuts up with scissors and cleans his gun and everything about his life is completely and totally geared towards being this killing machine. And need I remind you, his 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 a description of his job is peace officer. You know what I mean? <laughs> like this is a man who is supposed to be. He, he was supposed to be municipal police force, right? And he is, and he is like, no, I am in the SS. I am, in, I am, I am, I am the righteous hand. He is no. It's literally if they gave fucking Travis Bickle a badge, yes. it's insane. Like this is this should be a character study because you know this movie would be incredible if it were a character study of like. Of basically if it were like bad lieutenant without the drugs, you know what I mean? And just like him on like pure, like, you know, like 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 police fascist, like, like 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 just high on that supply, right? And not, you know, like in bad lieutenant, heroin, you know.
0: This movie is basically observe and report, if observe and report thought Seth Rogan was cool.
2: Yes. Yes, ex- exactly. Yes, yeah, because because you know right, because there are a lot of those movies where like we're like okay, the main character you're not supposed to think he's cool. You are supposed to think Cobra is cool. Yeah, this is this is not a movie that is making commentary. <laughs> no, no, and you know what the worst part is? No, honestly, I can't even say the with a straight face. Cobra is not cool. Cobra is insane. Cobra is Cobra is so fucking crazy. Like so fucking and, and stupid too. I don't think we could really stress enough. He's stupid. Like he's not like. Yeah, I mean it's not, not. No, go ahead. Yeah, go. No, 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 no. You go ahead. I'm just. Yeah, I think that, like the
0: movie doesn't really, and Stallone doesn't really know what to do with him. Like, yeah. So Stallone is like he's a guy who can be good you know um, Like he's got a pretty limited range I would say but like you know when he is deployed correctly like he can be pretty effective you know he is good yeah. Rocky at least in the good Rocky movies which is not all of them
2: um, no absolutely not
0: but like you know he and like even as a writer has been good like you know i don't think that his like nomination as a for screenplay for the first rocky is like a complete travesty you know no no
2: the Uh, first rocky is incredible
0: yeah yeah it's a it's a great movie you know um and you can but he's also got a pretty limited bag of tricks both as an actor and as a writer and they're all deployed wrong here. Um, like He doesn't know what to do. Like, I mean, half the time he's like trying to play cool so bad he just ends up being kind of a void. Like the thing that surprised yeah. me because it's such an iconic line is he delivers, um, you're the disease and I'm the cure with absolutely no juice. Um, no. It's a really boring flat delivery because he's trying so hard to be like, steely um that he just yeah. ends up completely draining himself of, of whatever natural charisma he has
1: um, yeah
2: and then in yeah. Other places- which i think is so funny oh, oh sorry I, I was just gonna say which i think is so funny because like i think like because i think like honestly seth rogan's character in, in 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 observe and report is a very is is a very um you, you know kind of like 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 travis bickle right I th- but but i think that you yeah, like, like Seth Rogen's character in Observer Report is very like close to like like basically the mindset Cobra has. Yeah. And the difference there being the difference there being is that Cobra is a cop. Like Cobra is an actual police officer, you know, while Seth Rogen's character, you know, is not. Like he's a wannabe, right? Right? right. But Cobra is. But I think Seth Rogen when he played uh, his character in Observer Report part of what made that so good was that like he brought like juice to it right because because that's what that guy would be like that guy would be all fucking about this shit you know what i mean he wouldn't be like cool and affectless about it he'd be like no like fuck you like yeah like let's yeah. fucking let's fucking let's got we you know a heavy rain is gonna come and clean the scum off the street like like no like he would be like fucking frothing at the mouth about this shit and was like. You're the disease. I'm the cure. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Like just total like not like robotic nothing. And not even in the way that like he was when he was dread. You know what I mean? Right. Because when he was dread, he played it in a way where it was like, we're like that affectless because dread is terrifying. You know what I mean? Right. Like you do not want to be a, 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 a degenerate criminal or anything like that. Right. Or any sort of like, you know, like criminal deviant and come up against dread. Right. Because there is no there, there, there is no reasoning with it. Right. And it, and it is terrifying. Right. And I think that it's effective. Right. When he's like because it is a similar performance to what he gave in dread. The difference being, though, right, is that with dread, he does give it a little bit of juice. I am the law. You know what I mean, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to stop doing the impressions, right? But 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 you know what I mean, right right but like but like he says it there's a little bit of fucking base to his voice when he says it, you know what I mean? And even though it does come off like very matter of fact, right? And very much like no. I am the law here. You are not. I will be enacting the law. Cuz dread's also an incredibly fascist movie, you know what I mean, right? You know, obviously, right? But in this there's nothing there's nothing and it doesn't even come on. yeah sorry go ahead
0: so i mean i think that there is nothing for a lot of it but there are also places where he weirdly over-corrects, um Uh huh. where he you know especially when he's interacting with nielsen later in the film when they're kind of yeah. together like he starts bringing in a lot of the sort of the same energy that he brought to like his interactions with talia shire and rocky where he's kind of doing this like lunkhead kind of flirting where he's kind of making fun of you know of himself really in his own level of intelligence you know where he does a lot of this stuff where you know in rocky he's like you know talking to the, the the pets in the pet shop and it's you know he's kind of making fun of himself a little bit um and you get some of that in this where he's you know um playing with the bobblehead and bobbling his head along with the bobblehead like a child and you know p- picking up a big plastic burger at the restaurant and being like that's a big burger there and you know, just make yeah. jokes about what an idiot he is, um, which is endearing when Rocky does it, because Rocky is a lovable loser who's defined in a lot of ways by his unexpected sensitivity. But when you have, you know, a fascist extra killing machine murderer doing it, it's more yeah. like, oh, fucking Neanderthal. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? Not yeah, You're fucking you telling me that you are stupid on top of everything else is not in, is not endearing. Yeah,
2: yeah, exact, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. You're not, no, you're not, not...
0: Be, you're not allowed to be playful. Fuck yeah, it. exactly.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like it's like if you watch like a video of like a bunch of like of a bunch of like you know like 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 SS guys you know in fucking like Belarus right like you know like 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 playing pranks on each other you want to be like. Oh, that's so sweet. You'd be like, no, fuck you. You know what I mean?
0: It's like watching one of those videos that, like, cops do, of, like, themselves
2: doing the duggy or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Exit, no, no, no. That's exactly what it's like, right? Because your are actually just like, no, fuck you, man. Shut up. Why are you doing? Just be a psycho. Like, just be the psycho I know you are, you human fucking thumb. You know what I mean? We'll try right? to like, like you, too. Yeah. What are you doing? We don't like you. You're a cop. You can't, you You know what I mean? You can't ask for
0: my obedience and my love at the same time. One or the other, buddy.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna, no, no. I will not like, I will not retweet. (laughs) No, fuck you. No, 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 no. That's exactly what it's, yeah. But it's like, but it's just him doing it and the, And 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 this is a movie written by a child's mind because it all works on Bridget Nielsen. She's just like, oh my god, you're so you're like you're like so tough, but also like You're a sensitive bad boy. You're so yeah, you're such a you're such a misunderstood bad boy with a heart of gold. I mean, I just can't what am I where did you come from? You know what I mean? Why don't they make men like you anymore? You know what I mean? It's really just... just so fucking cool. It's so cool that this movie was made. It rocks. It's so cool. Because it's so on its face evil and stupid that, like, it's just... It's just... Man.
0: This is like if someone gave... um... Dirk Diggler 25 million dollars to make Rocklander's Chest
2: Rockwell picture. It really has that feeling. It really it really it really is incredible. Like, like like I have a hard time imagining that this movie was in theaters. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it, it it feels like you know it feels like a movie that's like in another movie as a joke. You know what I mean?
0: I mean, it feels it feels like one of those like asylum knockoff blockbusters like Top Gunner or Transmorphers, but like if they made it with the budget of the original movie.
2: Yes, exactly. That's that that is exactly what this movie fucking feels like. And 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 but here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say about this movie, right? And why I will always defend this movie and why I love this movie and why I will probably rewatch this movie again soon. You know what I mean? Because part of the reason I signed it is because I literally have watched it recently and I probably will watch it at least another once or twice in the course of this year. And this is why. is because, honestly, the fucking action is badass. It's a, it is bad fucking ass. It is so stupid. But, like, there is this... It has maybe one of my favorite gunfights of any movie ever that is so over-the-top and ridiculous. Like, we're talking about maybe... 50 extras just getting like we're basically basically like, like 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 this is probably hyperbolic but basically like the beginning of saving private ryan level like battle like gun battle right <laughs> but like but like 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 but like with like instead of like you know on like a beachhead in normandy it's like it's like at a motel and there are dirt bikes and shit like that it's it's so fucking cool and it's all squibs you know what i mean it's all guys just getting shot off of dirt bikes
0: i mean a lot of the like the early to mid section of the movie actually kind of feels a little more like a slasher um Mm -hmm. it has kind of the the beats of a horror movie where it will like give you like introduce a minor character immediately give you the reason why it's okay that they're going to die and then kill them off like there's the scene um which we haven't even talked about the fact that like bridget nielsen is introduced uh do because she's a model doing a photo shoot with a bunch of like forbidden planet ass like 1950s robots for no reason and like there's this whole montage where it just like cuts between um uh cobra doing some detective sheet detective shit set to again like some weird like completely tonally inappropriate like 80s pop music cutting between that and just these like shots of bridget nielsen like getting all sexy next to like fucking GorpBot bot 5000 like props which i don't i don't know what it's for like i don't know what magazine is for like let's Let's sex up like a Halloween costume for, a while for some reason, but but like the uh, the photographer at that event is um, like in the next scene, <clears throat> he's played by uh, I, think, uh, I think the guy's name is David Rash. He's like he's a great character actor. He shows up in a million things. He's on Succession playing like a like a seedy lawyer. Um, but like his one of his first lines of dialogue is him saying to Rajit Nielsen like um you'd i i would be a fool not to want to sleep with you and you should just do it for your career like just you know just weinsteining a place and the movie's just immediately like okay here's the reason this guy needs to die and in the next scene he'll die like that's like you know slasher movie logic um and a lot of the movie kind of operates like that like i mean there's a shot um When Nielsen is in the hospital and she's like locked herself in a closet, and there's a shot of her like screaming while Brian Thompson like breaks down the door with a big knife. That like I'm pretty sure they probably they owe Stanley Kubrick money for that shot. Like that's just the shining was like just a few years before that. Like you you gotta you gotta give it some time before it counts as an homage and ripoff. Um
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: But when it does get to the action at the end, it again it is like you know pretty gloriously cheesy over the top macho shit that like you know kind of works for me i mean it's it's hilarious like even just in like some of the the plot details like stallone totally just leaves his partner for dead like without a second thought like just leaves that motherfucker behind he gets yeah. the like and he's like goodbye i am going with the woman i'm sleeping with you're my only friend yeah. in the world but you know i can't fuck you so goodbye good luck yep
2: yep, yep. bye bye, honey yep, this yep one, no, one no. of those things He's,
0: where like his partner still just shows up alive on like a stretcher at the end He's just like i it was only a flesh wound it's good you know yeah yeah yep, yep. about, about cobra
2: no nope, no cobra you did great good yeah. job good job taking down the axe gang yeah. yeah 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 no 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 he his partner who just like literally just does nothing but eat candy the entire thing yeah that's his, that's his, his personality
0: like, trait he loves to commit brutality and enjoys candy
2: yeah dude. exactly yep 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 and he loves just telling bridget nielsen about how great a guy cobra is and how he is just this misunderstood bad boy
1: yeah
2: and fucking what's it called and it is just like god god it's so cool How does he kill the axe guy at the end? Doesn't he put him on a hook or something? Oh,
0: yeah. So this is something I wanted to talk about. Because it is one of the the most gloriously over-the-top like
2: Oh my god, I just remembered how he kills him. Yeah, go ahead, baby.
0: Even in the 1980s, LAPD, when you use deadly force, you still have to fill out some paperwork. (laughs) And like trying to explain to someone like Okay, there was a struggle, you know. Um, I did end up putting him on a meat hook, you know. The person yeah. was like, okay, I th- I think we can spin that. Like you see, there was a, there was a struggle, right? Like you you felt like you were in danger. It was just was what was there. Uh huh. Yeah. And then that what happened after that? Well, I slowly and deliberately walked him over to a big open fire machine thing, and then I kind of just barbecued him, like. <laughs> How what what do you write in the after action right of like I vi- like after the danger had passed, I made the decision to cook this man, like very slowly and painfully.
2: You, you, you know what I think he wrote? What did he write? I think he wrote. I think he wrote, he was the disease, and I was the cure. And then from what I understand with the LAPD he got yelled at and then but then they were like okay you're fine yeah yep yep that's yep that is that is that is yeah because it is brutal like it is a bru- like, like 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 and it's not like it's not like movies that the, even these sort of action movies like i mean fuck like 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 fucking in commando arnold's character fucking like Impales a guy, you know, and then says, Let off some steam, which incredible, yeah, right? Yeah, because he impales him into a steam, uh, yeah. something, something that produces steam.
0: But there's, there's not, it's not even played for comedy, like barbecuing this dude.
2: It's just, nope, this is nope. cool. The it, it, you know what it's played as? It's played as justice, yeah, exactly, <laughs> which I, <laughs> I think is
0: morally right <laughs> thing to do. Like there, there are, yep. no, there are no shades of gray in Kozmatos's universe. You know, this is not
2: nope. a read film. <laughs> no, nope, no, 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 no. This is this that that was that was that was the right thing to do. Cobra <laughs> did the right thing because it didn't let those bitch judges take into account that I don't know. Maybe this man is severely mentally ill and needs to get you know needs to like you know be somewhere where he can get help or something like that. It's like nope, nope, need to nope need to put them down like a rabid dog. Nope, need to... Nope, and and how do you do that? Do you do it with the gun you have? Nope, nope. Via industrial barbecue. Yep.
0: Sounds pretty cool.
2: Yep, and I really don't know what else we can say about this movie. There is no real analysis to do, but I think we've done it. It's literally just... This is a...
0: It is all there on the surface, my friend.
2: Yep, yep, yep. No, if... if It is it is literally a fascist movie, right? And I say that insofar as, like... As someone that has, like... Okay, not read, but listened to Benito Mussolini's Doctrine of Fascism, right? Like, yeah, like... Yeah, this is it. That's what it is. It's fucking... It's fucking... Yep, nope. The... And it rocks. And it's so cool. (laughs) It's so fucking good. He just like... Man. I mean, I'm very happy that... No, never mind. No, it's cool. Watch it. Okay. There, There
0: you go. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean there's a reason fascism appeals to people yeah it's cool it's got objective it's got some energy to
2: it it's yeah
0: but it's got some energy to it
2: yeah 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 and it connects to something i think i don't know if i want to say primal you know what I mean? Because I think that, you know, I think like naturally, you know, we kind of tend to be more, you know, right. I mean, we, we, we tend towards cooperation. You know yeah. what I mean? I think that that but is the more is natural a, state.
0: There is that lizard brained thing deep down. Yes. That it does speak
2: to. Absol- Absolutely. And that's the thing. And I think it's specific to say that it is that lizard brain part. It is that part that if you are engaging your mammalian brain, you go, well, no. That's insane. You know what I mean? Like, no, no, maybe maybe you arrest this man, right? Rather than barbecue him uh, slowly and deliberately to cause him uh, uh, pain and anguish. You know what I mean? Right? But um, I don't know. Fuck that guy. (laughs) That's what Grover says.
0: All right, there you go. Well, that's Cobra from 1986. And if you want to understand 1986, there's a movie. I guess we'll talk about what we've been watching but we'll try i mean we always say we'll try and keep it relatively brief but we'll, we'll try and keep it relatively brief um so i will i will restrict myself just to the new releases i have seen i don't know if we we'll even go through all of those um i guess the, the the two that i actually want to focus on are um one because you know it's and both of these kind of connect to people we have talked a lot about on the podcast so far. The first is one that we saw together, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. The uh
1: Yes. The new Brave Nicholas
0: Nicolas Cage picture. Um, which I I think is like far from his his best movie. Um and is like I've heard people um criticize it as, you know, basically a whole movie dedicated to tossing softballs his way. Which is yeah. I'd say pretty true but at the same time there are a few people I would rather watch take batting practice Um, and it gives him the opportunity to have a lot of fun in a lot of different directions like he really does get the show off like the many sides of Cage because again as we've talked about like he is someone who gets pigeonholed as you know the most extreme parts of his performance style which are Mm -hmm. certainly there like he is a dude who goes big but like also can be much more restrained effectively, so. Um, Yeah. It uses that, too. Um,
2: Yeah. He's an absolutely incredibly talented actor. Yeah.
0: Um, I mean, I I heard um, an interview with Ethan Hawke, um, who is another actor who's, like, you know, a great actor but has been in some shit. Yeah. And he was saying that, like, if you cut out the bottom half of Nicolas Cage's filmography, he has a there's an argument to be made that he's like one of, if not the best actors of the last like 40 years. Um, yeah, and I don't know that's totally wrong. Like, I love the dude, and he's he can do yeah. it, and like I don't necessarily think there's anything wrong with going theatrical in the way that he goes theatrical um it's not the style that is in style um but like just method is popular that doesn't mean it's the only only it should be the only game in town um and i would stack up his like top five or ten performances against any other actor um (laughs) and it's going up against ddl sorry I said, put him up against daniel day lewis you know what i mean i love them both and daniel day lewis is not a subtle actor i mean he's a subtle actor he's not a small actor either like he can go restrained, yeah. motherfucker and choose some scene and i love that part. oh yeah um but i mean this this is a movie that was is very much like this is my version of fan service like yes oh if a, a movie that is just talking about how you know the greatness of nick cage i'm there for like you know my my it, it, it escapes my critical faculties to a certain extent i'm just i'm glad to see the man thrive you know um, yeah
2: this is our version of like a marvel movie
0: yeah yeah and it, i mean it's the movie that like from what i've heard this is his like break-even point like he's out of debt now um and like he's got some projects lined up after this that like sound interesting like sound like it, it it seems like you know he is starting to, to transition Now that he's out of some of his financial liabilities and like the general critical perspective on him is starting to shift back like he's he's kind of got some juice you know he's able to make some pictures again i'm just excited for that you know i'm i'm happy for my boy nick you know so, me too yeah it was a, it was a joy to, sh- to see um and the other one that i will talk about um again hopefully briefly but just because he's also a guy we have talked about a lot recently but um but speaking of marvel movies the new dr strange movie um was and the you know as we've talked about a lot like i'm kind of a little burnt burnt out on the mcu but this one kind of piqued my interest just because it was you know it's directed by sam raimi um yeah and, like, as again, as we've talked about, like, the MCU generally doesn't hire, like, big-name directors like that. You know, they like to hire smaller people who are a little easier to control um, and cheaper, frankly. Um, and so I kind of just, you know, went in wanting to see if, like, any amount of Ramy managed to make it into the DNA of the movie. Um, and some did. Um, like there are parts of it that are very recognizably Sam Raimi, and like the parts that's cool is like it's not even really Spider Man Sam Raimi, it's like Evil Dead Sam Raimi. Um,
1: sick, sick.
0: It's it's about as nasty as a PG 13 movie released by Disney to prop up their entire summer schedule can get, you know. Um, and has been, you know, apparently not that popular among MCU people for that reason. Um,
2: and pigs pigs. Yeah. pigs pigs they're the disease
0: yeah and like i mean i it's also but it's also like very recognizably a marvel movie and like there's only so much Ramy you can sneak in and like it also it just suffers from that that like you know extended universe bloat where like i don't know apparently you were supposed to have watched wandavision to be able to like totally follow the plot and like
1: yeah
0: buddy, if you think i'm gonna watch a 10-hour sitcom about grief you've that's not that's just not gonna happen i have work in the morning i'm sorry you know yeah
2: yeah i yeah. don't care that paul bellamy's in it i'm not watching i i like
0: both of the the main actors like paul bettany is great He will always have my affection for oh, master bettany, and commander, whatever master and commander alone um and elizabeth Olson, um i also really like and she's one of those actors who's like kind of gotten swallowed up by the mcu like she Remember seeing her like 12 years ago in, in this little indie movie, Martha, Marcy, May, Marlene, where she's playing like a, a woman who just escaped a cult, and like the whole movie, you she's like you know clearly damaged by it, and the whole movie you're kind of like trying to figure out like how in control of herself is she, you know? It, it's it's a ver- it's like a, a performance that like carries a, like complicated tension the whole way through, and it was like very excited to be like oh apparently there's another Olsen sister, and, like, she actually kind of fucking rocks, and I'm really excited to see what she does next. Like, she's very talented. She's an Olsen sister? She is, yeah. She's the third Olsen. Not a twin, but a sister. Um, well, is she like, older? I don't know. Couldn't tell you. Um, Don't care. Yeah, not, not really what interests me about her, but she is, like, genuinely a very talented actor, and, like, you know, then she got hired to play the fucking Scarlet Witch, and that's, like, kind of all she's done since then, which is a little disappointing. Um, but so so it's like simultaneously like i don't know i was excited to see any amount of personality in a marvel movie but it's also kind of depressing just in like that's what you kind of have to settle for like I'm at the point where i'm excited for a little taste of sam Raimi. we're like you know
2: just anything yeah
0: this is this is the dude who defined the genre like you're the mc would not exist without him let him fucking cook man you know um but i don't know beggars can't be choosers i will take what i can get i enjoyed the film you know well, that's good yeah you look so tired what have you been watching uh,
2: apologies. I apologies i i had to wake up early to drop someone off at the airport you're fine um, it's late yeah 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 no yeah um no uh, i i um What have I been watching? Uh, I already said those two noirs. Um, Beyond that, what the fuck did I watch? I watched... I started watching Death on the Nile, but then my Hulu stopped working. But uh, besides Gal Gadot, who's, I'm sorry, not a good actress. What's it called? Nope, she's just not... She's just not... She's... Uh, hot and athletic right so but she, she's, she's not she's, she's better than maggie gyllenhaal right? you'd rank her higher i would say she's better than maggie gyllenhaal i would say i would say for rating on 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 looks definitely way better I, I, but maggie gyllenhaal a better actress
0: okay i, I wasn't really hoping for you to yeah, I know, but
2: I knew it would upset you. So,
1: yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah.
2: Um, what's it called? Um, but uh, again, Branagh, great. Um, this, what's it called? Is, trying to think... This is not a good movie. <laughs> it didn't.
0: Yeah, it sucks. I mean, it's like, it's, there's a version of that movie that like, would be kind of like, can't be fun. Like, you know, any movie where you just have hire a bunch of actors and just be like, do the craziest accent you can um like there's always something kind of entertaining about that but it's just it's a boring fucking movie like just the movie opens with like an extended prologue about how he got his mustache and it's like it's like supposed to be like weighty like poirot with gravitas is just not what i'm here for you know
2: yeah no just be silly he's a silly belgian man Yeah. yeah no yeah, no, 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 no. But instead, you have Gal Godoy being like, "Oh, I'm from England," or some shit. I don't know. Her name is supposed to be like Berkshire or something like. That. I don't know. Something stupid. This is stupid. But uh, yeah, no, yeah. But under the Silver Lake, pretty fucking good. Um, inherent Vice, great as always. Um, beyond that, uh, what did I? I did watch something. Started watching Nightcrawler again, but man, I just can't get past Jake Gyllenhaal. That slimy little worm, that son of a bitch. Um, yeah, no, not really much. I uh, started watching the new Chippendale. Um, I've heard uh, that's movie. actually
0: okay. That's and that's a Lonely Island joint.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's uh, it's uh, I started watching it with the kids. Um, uh. Sh- shockingly competent, not what I was expecting, actually kind of dug it. Um, haven't finished it yet, but yeah, it, it has like a little bit of weight to it. It has like a little bit of like, 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 like I remember being like, oh man, is this a little too dark for the kids? Uh, yeah. It's not, but it's like, uh, it kind of, to- it's a PG and it, and I was like, this is, there's a reason this is a PG. It's a little intense at moments, but yeah, no 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 but actually pretty good. Yeah and that's it. There you go. That's it. I don't remember what else I've been watching. I'm so tired. I've been falling asleep this entire time. I don't know if you've noticed.
0: Oh yeah I've noticed. And you've done you've done human work, you know, power and through. I appreciate it. you know um
2: I'm I people always love telling me I've done yeoman work. And I believe what that means is I believe what that means is um What's a yeoman?
0: Like a an independent farmer. Um
2: I would starve. Are you kidding
0: it's, me? It's but it's
2: it's used, you know.
0: It's an idiom. Or not an idiom, but you know,
2: it's used metaphorically. You don't have to insult me.
0: Um but honestly, you being like exhausted that like you can only like you're never gonna be quiet. But like it kind of shaves off like 40% of your ability to just like interrupt is honestly maybe ideal. Like so it's it's kind of I, sh-
2: I should wake up at 5 a.m. to drive my girlfriend to the airport every time. You- <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you not know that? You know what's so funny? Can I tell you something? Can I tell you something she said about me once? What's that? She said she what's about what about she so she's a huge fan of Batman she's a big Batman person uh, which is great because you know right you run the risk a lot of the time in this day and age of, of winding up with a Marvel girlfriend you know what I mean and I'll take a DC girlfriend over a Marvel girlfriend any day of the week but 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 she was like she was like she was like yeah you know right she was like yeah you know maybe I'll get you she was like all this Batman shit and she was like you know maybe I'll get you something and I was like I don't know, I never really related much to Batman. I'm more related more to like, you know, like one of the nameless thugs that he beats up. That kind of seems more like my kind of thing. I, I much more strike myself as someone that's kind of like, oh, it's the bat. You know what I mean? That kind of seems more like my speed. And she was like, you know, you know you, you're kind of like my Batman. And I don't know why. That was one of the funniest things a person has ever said. And I, <laughs> I'm Batman, me actually you know what though I saw the Batman oh yeah that's a movie I saw I saw the Batman yeah pretty good yeah right? I it, not dark because like Dark Knight was like I remember watching Dark Knight and being like oh shit this is gonna be talked about for years you know what I mean I remember having that thought when I watched it yeah. and I remember partially having that thought Uh, because I'm pretty sure I had to sit on the ground because I oversold tickets to that movie. Um, And the only place we could even get tickets was we had to go to Union Station to go fucking watch that. Right? Yeah, so we had to take the Red Line all the way down from fucking Bethesda to Union Station to watch it. It was the only place we could fucking see it. It was sold out everywhere. So so it was like an event. The Batman wasn't quite there, but pretty fucking good. I, I liked it. I liked it. Yeah. DC. This, On top. Sorry, I'm allergic to the bullshit that is Marvel. Um, got them. They got their asses. Yeah. They're never going to recover.
0: <laughs> Restore the Snyderverse.
2: Mm. Esse- yeah. Honestly, No. Restore Dark Universe. It's a
0: a totally different thing, different studio.
2: You I don't care. Give me Dark Universe. I want to see. I saw I saw there was a Jekyll and Hyde movie that was made in the last 10 years, and I was like, and I looked and it wasn't Russell Crowe and I was so mad. I was beyond furious. Give me Dark Universe. The mummy wasn't that bad. I want I, well, I I
0: just have to remind myself who else was going to be in the dark universe. Um, so we got we got Tom Cruise, obviously, but. Who else, uh, oh.
2: You had the Jekyll and you, you had you had Hyde. There's Russell Crowe. I think they were going to do a Frankenstein.
0: Of course, they were going to do Frankenstein. Okay, so in the. Just in the in the famous like cast photo that they released that you know for a bunch of movies that never happened. That the other people beyond Russell Crowe and Tom Cruise are Javier Bardem, who I think was gonna be Frankens Wolfman, maybe maybe Wolfman. And then um, this so this this one would age well. Also Johnny Depp.
2: Nice, yeah. nice, yeah. Have you been following that? No, I don't me neither i, I got, don't i got work in the morning yeah exactly yeah why are these people you know you, you know who's 100 I, I know following. who's
0: 100 following it yeah but like yeah this like I, I again i have followed none of it i i i'm i want to make no like comments or presumptions about any of it i just i i just there's only so much mental capacity i have but like the we the subset of like Women who are like, believe Johnny, you know, she is evil, is I will just say an interesting phenomenon. <laughs> it it some, is someone wiser than me should examine that, and I'm sure they are.
2: They they no 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 for sure, for sure. I also think it's very interesting that 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 see, and this is what I think Amber's hurting in the court of public opinion, is because she did the one thing a woman cannot do, right? and that is uh, uh, uh it is on record that she poops and because of that Dude, that's that's what's because, because of that i think it did because because of that because it's on record that she poops you're not seeing men rush to her aid yeah. you know what i mean the way you might you know for other horrible women so i don't know um my theory is that um this is all a smokescreen to distract us from what is really important, and that's uh, inflation. I don't know what that is. What's it called? Uh, that's,
0: I, I you genuinely fooled me into thinking you were going somewhere with that. But
2: I love fooling your ass. I love fooling your ass. How dare you think I have wow, a point? Does he have, does yeah, he have,
0: don't... Does he have a punchline in the chamber? Nope. He's he's improvising as usual and forgotten.
2: Yep, yep. Apparently and- apparently though apparently though there was some poll that came out that people do care more about that than like yeah. global warming inflation and yeah 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 abortion which you know what abortion yeah 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 no it's so funny apparently yeah like the SEC isn't really a thing anymore now recently yeah. but you know what you know what she's the bitch that lied Or, no, sorry, the bitch that should fucking die. That's what she, that's what, that's what our friend said she was.
0: Quoting a a young woman we know who has strong feelings about this, this, this issue. Um, But yeah, like, Amber Heard's very. I'm sure it's gonna be great. Just finish your point.
2: I was gonna say she's very pretty, but she shouldn't have pooped. Okay, go ahead. Just.
0: The one last little weird like honestly the like ephemera around the trial is way more interesting than for, just the fact that like there are all these like youtube channels that like were like completely anonymous until like two weeks ago and then like as soon as they like pivoted just randomly to like trial coverage they all like became like you know million view yeah channels were like you know there's some dude who like some kid was like 12 years old with, like Twitch stream Twitch stream himself playing like Minecraft or something and would get like a hundred views a stream and then like just start doing trial coverage and now he's getting like a million <laughs> a stream. There's right? a similar. Yeah. That just did like math educational videos and now they're all Amber Heard and Johnny Depp and they're they're hugely successful all of a sudden. It's just I don't know. It's fucking weird. Um,
2: but no, it's cool and it's indicative of a good society. Yes,
0: everything is going fine um but
2: we got we got to wrap
0: this up so uh next time um i am going to give you um and you know i, I have been like giving you options most of the time um when uh you'll give you uh, uh, for this month for this month i was like do you want to you know a western or a noir and you said noir so i gave you the third name um and i gave you the option of like do you want like you could have had like a Buster Keaton movie, but you said you wanted German. Um, so I'm giving you German. Um, and I, th- I yeah, think, yeah. I, I don't know, go into this with an open mind. You might hate this, but you might actually enjoy it. But uh, it's uh, speaking of the unbearable weight of massive talent, it's apparently Nicolas Cage's favorite movie. It is the uh, silent German expressionist uh, film, The Cabinet of Dr. Calgary, from the 20s. I don't know. And
2: uh, sweet. Sweet. I look forward to it. It's going to be great. It's not the Turin horse. You can't hurt me anymore, Rob. You made me watch the fucking Turin horse, which I've never really forgiven you for. Yes, it's you really... Have. Like, to the degree that I can. Like, to the degree that I can. Like, here's what I'll say. If you made a car, I wouldn't buy it. You, it's basically like my policy with the Germans. You know what I mean? I won't work, Hugo boss. And if you made suits, I wouldn't wear them. What I'm saying is you making me do that was as bad. So yeah, I I don't know if I appreciate the comparison, but
0: I don't think I'm going to get into like tailoring or auto design anytime soon. So I feel pretty safe.
2: Okay. All right. So I did, sorry, I'm going to have to go off video so I could remember the title of this fucking movie yeah you
0: you told me what this movie was called before we started recording and i've already forgotten it except that it's terrible it's a bad title yeah yeah
2: yeah yeah okay 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 so so this movie this is a movie i found so do you know that i'm like obsessed with the cthulhu mythos
0: that again anytime you're asking me if i okay
2: okay yeah yeah that's true okay fair enough okay so i'm obsessed with the Cthulhu mythos and I've tried many times to read H.P. Lovecraft and I've only read one of his one of his things I've mostly listened to them on audiobook uh but also I don't know I don't like reading so uh but I think monsters are cool and especially sea monsters so I like Lovecraft and um and I agree with everything he ever said and thought you know normally
0: if you're giving something this much wind up and this much justification it's usually because it's good
2: that's right that's right that's right so but there's a weird dearth of uh lovecraft movies and so i really wanted to rant i was like i don't want to read anything let me watch a movie so i found this movie and i said why the hell not i'll give it a try
0: and the name of it is
2: the name of it is the last lovecraft colon Relic of Cthulhu.
0: I hate that. I hate that so much. Those are. I do. Mean. Those. That's not one title. That's two titles, and they're both bad. What? <laughs> what does the laugh? The last Lovecraft mean? You'll have to watch the movie and find out. <laughs> is, You'll is, have to watch the movie and find out. Is there a? Sh- it, it makes it some. Is there a ship that they call the Lovecraft? Is like a bad pun.
2: It's so much worse than that. It's oh. so much worse than that. It's so much worse than that okay and then relic of cthulhu what could that mean what could possibly happen in this movie rob
0: it sounds like a video game i would not play like a relic Relic of cthulhu particularly sounds like the name of a game like your grandma gives you because she just doesn't know how video games work like oh Mm -hmm. thanks grandma i wanted halo but you got me yeah yes
2: yeah this looked kind of like the 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 monsters, and this kind of looked on the box like the Halo, and it was and it was only twelve ninety nine, but the Halo game was fifty nine ninety nine, and I thought, well, maybe you won't like it in a month, but you try this, and then if you still want the Halo, maybe for Christmas. Yep. 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 That's what it is. Yep. Yeah. Because your birthday is right before Christmas.
0: You you told me that i need to look up the cover and okay even just like switching windows like i've got on my notes the name of the movie and just switching from the notes to safari i have already forgotten the name you're gonna have to give it to me again
2: it's the last lovecraft colon relic of cthulhu
0: i have not heard of any of these actors um oh oh, no it says it says comedy that's oh that's (laughs) oh that's not what i wanted to hear
2: (laughs) i want to say i want to say when i when i when i say when i say when i when
0: i cover this looks like this is the kind of thing like podcasts make when they're doing like a new season.
2: But I said, when I was going to decide to, I said, hmm, I wonder if I want to hurt you. And you said, Hurt me, baby. And so here you are. Like, <laughs> it's a movie. It was made. It counts.
0: It was made. <laughs> That's <laughs> a justification for it being a movie. It
2: was made. <laughs> It was made. It's, it's, I'm, still, this is gonna, this, this movie sucks so bad. Uh, uh, it doesn't even have a critic score on Rotten Tomato. It only has an audience, and the audience did not like it.
0: That, that seems surprising based on what I'm seeing here. Oh boy, this this one is gonna
2: hurt. Yep, yep. You're not gonna
0: like it. So the uh, on it looks like I guess the alternate cover. One of the the pull quotes they've got is just "My eyes are in love," which is a weird way to phrase that. I don't I don't know that I like that. I don't I don't know that you like specifying which body parts. <laughs> you can just keep it general, my friend. Anyway, well, that's going to be exciting. So, yeah, join us next time into to plunge twice over into the psychological depths with uh, one of the masterpieces of German Expressionism. You know, one of the, the yep. great reactions to the First World War and the trauma of it, and then uh, also the Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. Um, you know. <laughs> Oh anyway. Yeah. Oh. Well, it's it's been fun. Fuck you.
2: Yep. 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 Fuck me too. Alright. Alright. Bye-bye. Love you. Bye. Fuck Bye. You. Love you. Bye, fuck you.
3: you oh. so world doesn't make any heroes you've got plenty outside of contacts. of your stories i've got to be so careful i'm only safe in the russian zone i'm only safe here as long as they can use me as long as they can use you. i wish i could get rid of this thing so that's how they found out about anna you told them didn't you don't try to be a policeman old man what do you expect me to be part, part of your you can have any parts you want as long as you don't interfere i've never cut you out of anything I remember when they raided the gambling joint and you were safe way not out. Not sure. But, yeah, safe for you, not safe for me. Old man, you never should have gone to the police, you know. You ought to leave this thing alone. Have you ever seen any of your victims? You know, I never feel comfortable on these sort of things. Victims? It'd be melodramatic. Look down there. Would you really feel any pity if one of those dots stop moving forever if i offered you twenty thousand pounds for every dot that stopped would you really old man tell me to keep my money or would you calculate how many dots you could afford to spend free of income tax only free of income tax another way you can save money now, you a lot a good your money will do you in jail that jail's in another zone <laughs> holly What fools we are talking to each other this way as though I'd do anything to you, or you to me. Just a little mixed up about things in general. Nobody thinks in terms of human beings. Governments don't. Why should we? They talk about the people and the proletariat. I talk about the suckers and the mugs. It's the same thing. They have their five-year plans. (laughs) So have I. I used to believe in God. I still do believe in God only even god and mercy and all that but the dead are happier dead they don't miss much here poor devils
4: That's right.